Welcome, everybody, to episode number 31 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today, we are going to be talking about UFC Undisputed 3. Um, a little bit of Twisted Metal, too, but in studio, we have Ken, who is uh, the local MMA uh, UFC expert and huge fan and someone who played the game a lot. Ken, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. Yeah, he's uh, quite more experienced with the game than any of us. None of us have played it except Eric. Right who was also going to be talking about it, but I actually even wanted to play the demo, but I didn't, just didn't get around to it. Uh-huh. I'll explain why later. But uh, before we get into that, our how our weeks were, we got our quick hits. So, uh, Will, why don't you go ahead? My first quick hit is Sony is working on its own version of the Kinect. My second one is Pokemon <laughs> Yellow. Wait, that? Yeah, yeah I, I think that deserves a little bit of discussion. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, we're just like skipping right over that? or. <laughs> Huh? You... I, I mean, I thought they had the move. I thought that was their movement thing. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that. That's weird. Where'd you read that? Do you remember? Kotaku. Okay. Huh. When was that posted? I think it was yesterday that I did all my quick hits. Okay. So it was Tuesday. Okay. Huh. I missed out on Do that. Do you remember anything I'm gonna else I'm going to see if it? I can find something about it. Okay. Uh, well, I can post it. I think I, I still have it on my phone, so I can post it. Yeah, if you yeah, yeah post it to your Twitter. Saw nothing about that. Come on, guys. Catch up. I gotta do my job. I probably just gloss anything that says PlayStation. I usually just gloss over because I have nothing to do with the PlayStation. So. Same here. What? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is funny for a reason. We'll talk about yes. it in a bit. Um, my next one is yeah. Pokemon Yellow. Hit the App Store for the iPhone, but it is a scam app, and once you boot it up, the app crashes. Oh. So then it was one dollar. How'd that get through? I They're, have no clue. I know because Apple usually is pretty restrictive for their. Yeah, they have a, stuff. some team of guys yeah. that polices that yeah. stuff. That goes it through. reached number three on the top paid apps, too. That's too bad. Because I, I got excited when you said that, and I looked at Eric, and he didn't react. Because Pikachu is in that. Yeah, that's oh, the Pikachu's one. my favorite. It's yeah. the one that features Pikachu. I'm trying to hunt down this damn article. Mm. <laughs> you think Will just throw it through in I a, think he's full of shit. Is no, what that I is think. not true. It's <laughs> an early April Fool's joke. <laughs> it's an early Corey's birthday joke. <laughs> my birthday is April 1st. <laughs> All right, Will, what else you got? Uh, my next one is new Modern Warfare 3 prestige levels hit the Xbox Live marketplace. Uh, PS3 and PC comes later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mass Effect 3 will be available to download digitally for the PS3 when the game comes out. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That's kind of exciting. Yeah. If Well, yes and no because, well, I guess you could use your same, same save file. Yeah. I, it's not exciting for me because my Mass Effect playthrough is on the Xbox and not the PlayStation. But it, it would be good, though. It, it would be good. I like that. Yeah. Good move. <laughs> Yeah, job, I, I mentioned that in uh, our uh, future console features. Yeah. Day one, digital downloads of all games. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's all I had. All right, Eric, go ahead. Okay, well, actually, just while looking for that thing that Will was talking about with the Connect, I found this. Uh, we've talked about on our scary games, Fatal Frame. Oh, yeah. There's a new one coming out. Uh, the Japanese release date is set as June 28th. And you can get it U.S. dollars for 85 of them. Oh, wow. Of said dollars. 85 GWs. Yeah. Uh, if I had a Wii, I'd probably buy it. But I don't. Hmm. So. Uh, <laughs> there's a huge FIFA roster update, which kicks off tomorrow, which will be Thursday the 23rd, for those who will listen at a later date, obviously. Um, that's great news, because they just had the transfer window, which is like their free agency and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so... Um, also, Fallout 3 and Oblivion are going to be released in a, a double pack for PS or PC and uh, Xbox. 
Uh, they're not doing it for PS3, mm-hmm. obviously. And, uh, it comes out April 3rd. Very nice. Uh, Wait, which two? Oblivion and Fallout Fall 3. Yeah. In a package? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 30 bucks. That's a good deal if you haven't played those games. Right. Um, also, just real quick, PS4, uh, Sony has come out and said that it's not launching anytime soon. Yeah. Said they didn't want to be distracted, which is, I thought, funny. <laughs> yeah, I read that, that too. <laughs> I I don't know. I think I think they're doing more than they're letting on. Oh, absolutely. Of course they because are. Because of they're like the government this this generation's releases. Yeah. <clears throat> um Capcom, Namco and Sega are teaming up for a mysterious Nintendo 3DS game, which I wanted to look a little bit more into, but I didn't. Uh the article's on G4 TV uh g4.com, so you should look at it because mm. it's kind of interesting. Um and my last one Angry Birds Space has been unveiled. <laughs> and it will arrive on March 22nd. Yes. So, I mean, I'm just guessing that there's just no gravity in yeah, that. Yeah, no gravity. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It depends. I like, well, I'd like to see how it, if it actually feels like no gravity or if it doesn't. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. It is no gravity. Yeah, because that was one of my quick hits, too. Was it? Yep. I actually have another one. I <clears> forgot. Gears of War 3 Forces of Nature DLC drops March 27th, and that's uh, new multiplayer maps. Okay. So. Cool. New weapons for Horde mode. Is that right? That was one of mine, too. Was it? <laughs> Another one of my quick hits. Sorry, Corey. That's all right. I got, this happens every week. I stole yeah. everybody's last week, so. That's true. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> I got a little overzealous on my quick hits that's this week. That's all right. <laughs> go ahead. You want me to go? Yeah. All right. Uh, my first one is Call of Duty Black Ops 2 was reportedly posted on Amazon France uh, before it was taken down by Activision. Yeah, somebody got blacklisted for that, too. Blacklisted? Who? What happened? It's some French gaming company. Because uh, uh, yeah. they reported on it or whatever, yeah, and Activision yeah. blacklisted them. Yeah. about that? So, I mean, we knew a new Call of Duty was coming out. We didn't know the title until now, it seems. But Very clever. Call yeah. of Duty 2, or Black Ops 2. Yeah, Cod Blops 2. Well, they're known <laughs> for their originality, Dan. <laughs> uh, moving yeah. along, Mass Effect... Star Wars The Old Republic writer leaves Bioware. That's uh, posted on IGN. Um, the lead writer, Drew Carpishan, yep. um, left Bioware. But he did say that he wouldn't sever all ties, but he wants to focus on his novel writing and other projects unrelated to video games. Because uh, he, he wrote the Mass Effect novels, too, on top of writing yep. stuff in the game. Yeah, he was the lead writer on uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2, as well as the Star Wars Old Republic. And I think we can all agree that the writing in those games are really good. Yes, so. absolutely. You know, I hope he hope he has a wonderful career otherwise, but yeah, it's too bad to see him go. Uh, and my last one is one I'm really excited about. Journey has a release date, and it is... I just saw it, now I lost. Oh, March 13th. Journey is the that game company's next game. They did Flower for the PSN. Which uh, I'm going to be talking about later. Flower. There you go. Nice. Cool. Yeah, so Journey's uh, their next one coming out, and I'm really excited about it. Uh-huh. So. Okay, my first quick hit is GOG.com has buy one, get one free D&D Classics. Which include Baldur's Gate two, Baldur's Gate one and two, Neverwinter Nights, Icewind Dale one and two, uh, among others. The sale is available until Monday, February twenty seventh at uh, eleven fifty nine Eastern Daylight Savings Time. My only other one is Borderlands two got a release date. Uh, it'll be coming out on September eighteenth, and there's also Ooh. a new trailer up. If if you're interested in Borderlands two, check it out. It's pretty pretty. You sweet. know what's weird. I only played, like, maybe two hours in the first Borderlands, and I'm super excited for the second one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a sweet game. Yeah, I liked what I played. I just never... Well, well, I told you what happened. Like, I'd play, and then it wouldn't save for me for some reason. I was playing on OnLive. 
because oh. I got the game of the year edition or yeah, game of the year edition on online. Right. And for whatever reason, I thought it was saving because you go up to those like yeah, the telephone poles. pole things, and it, I thought it saves after the icon stops flashing. That's weird. And it just didn't. Hmm. I don't know if it was on live or if I was just doing something wrong. So every time I booted it up, I had to start all over again. And after a while, I just got sick of doing that. We have to get a first system. Yeah. Not I don't not that that was necessarily an on live problem, but right. Yeah. That's I weird. Have it, so. Oh yeah, yeah. You, do, you do have so you it. Play it whenever. Yeah. yeah, probably will at some point. I say that about a lot of games though, and I never do. Yeah, me too. <clears throat> All right, on to our weeks. Ken, why don't you go ahead? Go first uh, as our guest. How how was your week? What do you want to discuss? Uh, not too much. Just you know, trying to sneak in as much UFC unle- or undisputed as possible, and yeah. just you know, catching up on UFC on fuel this weekend. Had a pretty decent free card, and you know they got a pretty stellar lineup coming up for uh, programming coming Very the next nice. couple weeks. So yeah, that's about it. Cool, man. Tease us. Yeah. Who's fighting? Oh, this Saturday is Ben Henderson and Frank Yeager over in Japan. UFC 144. Rampage is fighting Ryan Bader, and there's a whole slew of other people that are escaping me right now. But yeah. it is a very solid card. And then the following week is, no, two weeks is The Ultimate Fighter on FX, live Friday nights. Dominic Cruz, Uriah Faber are going to be the coaches this Ooh. season. So, nice. Yeah, so it should be pretty good and pretty excited to see yeah. actual, the live fights now instead of the pre-taped ones. Oh, that's cool. This season. Very nice. All right, uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead? Well, I do have some big news this week. I bought a PS3. Hey, hey thanks, guys. Uh, Woo! Much to my father-in-law's chagrin, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. Um, other than that, I I played a bunch of games. I'm gonna be talking about UFC, Twisted Metal, Flower, uh, Pixel Junk Side Scroller, which is a PS3 downloadable. Did you get to, I know you bought it, but did you get to any no. Final Fantasy VI? No, I didn't. I did purchase it. Uh, I told Dan I almost want to do that tomorrow, but I just don't want to get into another game right now. Right. Um, you got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. A lot on your plate. Yeah. Too much. Right. Well, as Corey was saying, he's kind of burnt out right now on video mm-hmm. games. I just have too many video games to play. I'm yeah. a little hog wild. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have that, though. You have some that you probably won't <clears throat> touch for months that you just bought, Exactly. Right? Yeah. Alan Wake comes to mind. Alan Wake, Bioshock 1 and 2. Yeah. I have now. Yep. Um, do you want me to talk about my first experience with the PlayStation, or do you want me to wait? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was a good time. Just a first first reaction from it. Um, <laughs> it didn't work. Well, well. <laughs> the fucking controller was broken that it came with. <laughs> Luckily, I bought another one, but like Corey and I are trying to play co op Twisted Metal Story Mode, and. We get to this menu and it just starts buttons like start pressing automatically and it got to a point where we just couldn't even play it. Yeah. So, but I did take it back to where I bought it and they gave me a new one, so that's all set. Then another thing that pissed me off, which was probably for the best, is it wouldn't allow me to put my credit card information in to purchase things, and I actually had to leave the house again to go get some PS cards, which was annoying. Yeah. At best. Yeah. And we, there's no resolution for that no, issue. No, I called PlayStation and. They were nice, but she's like, "Yeah, I, I, there's nothing I can do. You got to call your bank, and maybe they can help you." Oh, it was a bank thing. <clears throat> well, I called the bank, and the guy's like, "Well, I see you're trying to put these transactions through, and it's getting blocked on their end. I don't, I don't know why." And I was like, "Huh? Okay, <laughs> guess Thanks. I got to leave the house." Yeah, you know, I was thinking about getting in my sweatpants, but well, we yeah. did, we did get on some forums to find out if anybody else <clears throat> was having that issue, and apparently, a lot of people had a that lot issue. of people. Okay, but considering their history with hacking i guess it's not such a bad thing (laughs) right right but yeah that was my immediate first (laughs) you don't want someone getting hold of your fortune 
Yes, the fortune that I am <laughs> holding back. Yeah. Yeah, but that was my first experience from PlayStation. You, Luckily for them, I'm pretty forgiving. Okay. You probably didn't play a game for like the first four hours you had it no, on. No, I didn't. I was dicking around with Just my to get freaking credit card on the phone with everybody and their mother. <laughs> so, so, but, yeah. so a rocky start, but it, it was it rocky improved. at best. For as much shit as PlayStation owners talk about how shitty Xboxes are because they break, Yeah, I get a bad controller and it won't <laughs> let me buy any games. Yeah. So you know that's the good point because you'd think they'd want to make it as easy as possible for people to buy games, and right. that's a problem a lot of people are having. You think it it's something they fix? I don't well, know. Okay. Yeah. Once I did get those PS cards, though, I found for whatever reason it's like the same thing. Typing in your uh, what are they? The codes or whatever you get on the back of the cards. Yeah. It seemed a lot easier than a doing lot. it on Xbox. Okay, because it is a pain in the it's balls. Chunky Xbox. on Xbox. Mm, yeah. It's chunky. Yeah, it's the best way I could describe it. Yeah, I'm actually thinking because of the new dashboard, the way it's set up, it is getting the 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 chat pad Messenger for the bottom thing? of the controller. Yeah, I was thinking about doing the same Just thing because typing such a oh, pain in the balls. In the yeah, the, uh, the PlayStation text entry tool or whatever you want to call it has, uh, like, it anticipates what you're going to say, too. So yeah. off to the side, if it thinks it knows what you're going to say, yeah. you can just press the word and it'll put it, put it in for you, okay. which is cool. Especially if you if you enter your – it's like using an iPhone. If you enter your name a lot and stuff, it'll remember it. So next time you just go over and click it. Yeah, I like that feature. Yeah. So, yeah, but we'll talk about more PlayStation later. Yep. Okay. Well, go ahead. I had no school on Friday and Monday. So I played a lot of video games, played a lot of Final Fantasy VII, but I did get really sick on Monday and missed school yesterday, which was Tuesday, and came in really late to school today, fourth period. Don't really know why. Did you get any gaming in while you were homesick? On Monday, I played Final Fantasy VII from 12 to about 7.30. Dawn till dusk? Yeah, pretty much. Will was nice. hounding me. He's like, "Do you buy buy those Final Fantasy games yet?" <laughs> I think I texted you twice about that. Well, that's hounding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I well, nice. That hounding. I want you to get them. So you'll have to talk about that later, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was really sick going into school today, and we had our floor hockey game. Oh. And we won four nothing. Okay. Today. So. Hey. Good job. Yeah, I had an assist. I didn't. Hey. I, didn't I couldn't sustain a run for very long because I was just like, oh. Yeah. Felt kind of sick. That's probably the only reason why you went into was school, right? Was this the right? finals? Was no, but we play in front of the school regardless if we lose next game, which we won't. What was So when's the final? March 2nd, I believe. It's okay. a Friday. Yeah. Because I know I have the third off for the uh, St. Paddy's Day Parade. Oh, yeah. Even though it's not St. Paddy's Day. Yeah. For those that aren't from where we are, we have a thing called Parade Day. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks before, everybody just gets shit-faced. Yeah. <laughs> so I took the day off. Nice. nice work. I'm so, going to yeah. try and go. Dan, we going to try and go to that? <laughs> yeah. All right. If I don't have to work, I'll definitely be <laughs> Same there. Same here. What time is it? Probably around 1.30 is when everybody comes into the auditorium. Okay. Now, Will, do you think they'll care if Dan and I wear uniforms? Because I know they, <laughs> they frown upon your team wearing uniforms. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you might not want to stir the pot. Yeah. I might want to. Uh, yeah. We don't go to that school anymore. I don't care. Who gives a shit what Mrs. What's her name? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric. One thing I did want to bring up, though, is our coach, Dakota. The last two games, he has dressed up in, like, a suit and tie. <laughs> and he uh, has a basketball court clipboard and draws plays out on it. And, like, you'll be playing in the game, and you'll hear him screaming, That's eye sticking! <laughs> or, That's icing, come on, Raph, or something that ridiculous. That is fantastic. 
Oh, I've been meaning to get a picture of. How is he, he doing his best Herb Brooks impression? Oh yeah, oh, he, I love it. It's oh, awesome. <laughs> your, your last game, he's got to break the clipboard over his knee. That's awesome! <laughs> wow. Is. And like he'll call us in for like halftime, and just starts getting us to chant really loud and stuff like that. It's, it's so awesome. That is funny. So we have a game early next week, and then the final game, which we'll be playing in the championship. Cool. So, yeah, that's good. Sounds good. That was basically my week. All right. Corey, go ahead. Uh, well, I played a lot of games a little bit. Uh, I played mostly Amalur, some more Amalur. I uh, kept playing more Ticket to Ride on my phone, which actually improved from the last time I played it. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that later. Uh, I started a new game on my phone called Feed Me Oil, which is a physics uh, puzzle game, which is pretty cool. Played Twisted Metal with Eric. Mm. Played Halo Anniversary online. Mm-hmm. And I did play a lot of Rocksmith. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, and I can't wait to talk about that. And I started playing Arkham Asylum. Oh, nice. but uh, other than games, uh, I made my own deodorant today. Homemade deodorant. Homemade deodorant. <laughs> huh? You just blew my mind. Yeah, it's uh, a quarter cup cornstarch, a quarter cup baking soda, and four tablespoons of melted coconut oil. <laughs> and you can add whatever scent you want to and it. What do you do? Just smear it in your armpit. You mix it up, mix it up, and it makes yeah. like a paste, and you just put it in something. And then you just take, like, a pea-sized amount and just rub it on your armpit. So huh. it's liquidy. It's the cheapest deodorant in the world. Coconut oil's expensive. Mm, I paid eight bucks for, uh, like, a jar of it like yeah. this. And you can use it for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, you can eat it. You can eat it. You can put it in your hair. You can <laughs> put it, it on your skin. Good? It tastes like coconut. It tastes like coconutty cris- Crisco. Huh. All right. So you yeah. only use a little bit of it Just for a little deodorant. bit. Yeah, just a little bit. So probably would that was probably would be pretty cheap. I did say though if 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 it doesn't really work and I just kind of smell like a dirty hippie all the time, I won't use it. Yeah, right. But. <laughs> well, at, you know what? Because I've thought about making homemade laundry detergent, yeah. and all you do is you grate up a bar of soap into it. So maybe you could do that for your scent. Uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a thought. Well, I want to be useful when the apocalypse arrives. Yeah, I'll be the deodorant guy. There you go. <laughs> We got to keep him around. He makes deodorant. Not let anyone know your secret recipe. <laughs> okay. It's uh, already out, Dan. True. Well, <laughs> to hope, the millions. Yeah, that's true. And, the, you know, thumbstick athletes will be around after the apocalypse mm-hmm. happens. So. Damn right they will. To bring you your video game news. Hopefully they're still around. We'll be archived in the Tome of Knowledge. That, that too. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll talk about my week real quick. First, I have a weigh-in. Uh, today I weighed 231, so I'm down 14 pounds, I think like a pound and a half from last week. Nice. So, yeah, I'm still losing at the recommended weight, recommended rate between one and two pounds a week. So I started running again, so that's good. Uh, my knees are back to normal, so that's cool. helping. It probably mm-hmm. cut my weight loss a little bit because, you know, you're putting on muscle yeah. muscle mass. and That's why I choose not to work out. Yeah. Well, then I'm lazy. I'm lazy too, but I always like dread going for a run because it's, you know, it's... It's going for a run. It's February here. It's pretty cold at night, you know, and it's hard. But once I go, I always enjoy it. Um, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was my tax return, <laughs> which I have yet to get. The IRS website said I was supposed to get it yesterday, February 21st, 2012, and I... Right now it's the 22nd at 8.14 p.m. and I have yet to get it. So I'm livid. But, you know, it's not like I can do anything. I can't contact the Better Business Bureau and file a complaint. Or can you? No. no. They don't give a shit. All right. Nobody, nobody cares. So 
You just have to accept it and move yeah. on. Yeah, I know. And uh, Newegg no longer has the computer that I want to buy. Oh, Again, nice. So that's one less retailer to be able to buy it Are there from. still a few out there that have it? There's still a few out there. What was it called again? What, yeah. the computer? I'm not talking about that because I don't want people to buy them up and then try to sell it to me at premium rate. Mm. You know. Do you want me to do my weigh-in? What you, what's that? My weigh-in? Yeah, go for it. I started at 275, lost five pounds after I restarted last Sunday. I lost another two this week. Nice. 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 So, 268. Feeling good, though. Well, I'm feeling a lack of energy. I'm not going to lie from the carbs. That, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, it usually lasts like three or four days. Well, it's just kicking in after yep. a week and a half for me. Yeah, it usually lasts miserable. Usually lasts three or four days, and then, and then you'll be over it. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep going. And then when you when you eat carbs again, that's when you'll feel like crap. Yeah. <laughs> like I did today. Today was cheat day. I had a meatball sub from Wegmans and a frozen pizza from Wegmans too. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, but I feel like crap. So I pay for it in a, in my own way. <laughs> So, yeah, that's all I had to talk about. Um, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with our main segment. The song you're going to hear during the break is from a person known as Rhymedcraft, who does Swedish pop tunes? Bit pop. Swedish bit pop. That's what it is. <laughs> um, the song you're going to hear is Cantarell. So we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 31 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. As I said before the break, we are going to be talking about UFC Undisputed 3, uh, THQ MMA type game. Uh, so, Ken, tell us, uh, so you fire up the game, go into the tutorial, take us take the us through the process. The tutorial is probably one of the most like detailed ones they've had over the past uh, two games. Even just like the intricate details they're putting in, like from when you get taken down to the ground, how you balance yourself up off the wall and mm-hmm. off the cage, and wall walk back to your feet. I mean, that's something that they never had before. Right. And the submissions in the game, it's a lot easier to do. Because you bef- think it's a little silly, though. Yeah. It's better. It's better. It's a, a vast improvement from the mm-hmm. first two because I mean I'm I think I'm one of the few people that actually have a war wound from <laughs> yeah. trying to do submissions or fighting my way out of it. 
um, from like almost breaking the joystick off because you have to um, move them in like a like complete like forty five circle angle. Mm-hmm. And like this time, it's a lot easier to do. But then it's almost like you go from like you're doing like a serious quote unquote fight to all of a sudden you have to match your colors up to cause the tap out or escape. Right. And you have to like chase them around. It's almost like a keep wanting to hear like Frogger going in the background. Or yeah, something. yeah. Yeah. And I mean that just. That's like I guess the only thing you could take away like the if they could somehow improve on that, but at least pulling off the submissions or at least attempting is a lot easier. In, in fact, one aspect they've really done is you transition from one submission attempt to another. Like if you're working on an arm bar, you can go to a triangle choke and vice versa. I mean, just for primary examples. But the tutorial is, is probably most like detailed, yeah. and even like the creative fighter they've you know they've completely. Intricized, or yeah, if I'm making up words, they <laughs> completely, yeah, they completely <laughs> have just improvised on a ton of different areas. I mean, your your fighter can now walk out, and if he's a part of a certain camp, they have the trainers come out with him. Okay, and do you it, pick a camp? I'm going Wolf Slayer. You know, I'm going Michael Bisbing. If I am, I'm one of the few. <laughs> I'm one of the few few people that actually like Bisbing in this country. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he's from overseas. He's, where overseas? Uh, England. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he's he was the Ultimate Fighter winner season three. Oh, okay. I can't stand Michael Bisbing personally. Not many people can. I mean, I for me, I just like fighters who fight. Like I'm a huge Bisbing fan. I always was a Chuck Liddell fan when he was around. Carlos Condit, even before he won the title, since his WEC days, like guys that you know, if you're gonna go watch a fight, they're gonna fight. They're yeah. not gonna do the. John Fitch, GSP, dry hump for five rounds just to score the victory, <laughs> which has happened. So for someone like me who doesn't really know the sport, does the tutorial do a good enough job of not only teaching you how to play the game, but like walking you through like the ins and outs of the sport a little bit? Enough that you'll you'll have a good sense okay. of what's going on. Right. Because, I mean, they go over the basic principles in striking. I mean, they're not going to go into like intricate details of – you know, like what specific submission holds are, but they'll show you how, how you can go with about it, and just even just balancing and changing levels, like when you're striking to throw your opponent off or to set up for takedowns or, you know, going for right. clinch. Okay, cool. So, can I jump in? Yeah. Go Would ahead. you say you have an advantage then, since you know the sport a lot better than if you were to play like me or Dan? Probably. Yeah. I actually asked him the same question a couple days ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because where you guys would be more prone to like. I don't want to say like the Mike Tyson punch out mm-hmm. type deal, but you know, just fight the more, night. Yeah, or fight night is just the more straightforward. If I'm seeing you and you're consistently throwing like a jab or whatever, then I can think if I'm going to take you down, and you probably wouldn't be thinking about you know blocking a takedown attempt or right. blocking a Muay Thai clinch, something in that aspect. I probably have a little advantage on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, I've played I played fight night round two. Yeah, I played I the third remember, one. I don't remember which one. Was I it, think it was fight night two. Yeah. Was that the one with the Burger King guy in it? <laughs> there is one of the I fight nights where you can unlock him, and he comes out in your corner, and it's the creepiest thing. I don't. He's a creepy looking guy. <laughs> oh my god! Crazy. I don't think it was two. I don't think it was two. I, I know it. I know it was a fight night for one of them, but okay. yeah, it was the scariest thing ever. <laughs> he just comes out in your corner. And he's like throwing his hands was, up in the air and just. Was the first fight night on Xbox? I think so. Maybe it was. Do you think is that one? Fight night round Maybe. three. He's in. Okay. okay. There you go. Okay. That's the one I play. I never. You never unlocked him, or maybe, I don't, yeah, I never got to that point. I don't know. Somehow I did it, and he just came out behind me in the corner. And I was, like, trying to, like, <laughs> is there, like, some cheat code to, like, run from him? Or punch him? Yeah, like, something. Thought about trading the game in? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know what I hacked into, but obviously I need to get out of this. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, so once you, uh, you know, you go through the tutorial, make your make your guy. 
Yeah, a lot, lot of customization options. Yeah, a lot more. Than, I mean, it, it kind of just evolved in more like your post fights, your pre fight. You know, even just your standing. You know, how you walk into the cage. What do you do after you win a fight? What are you okay. doing when um, Bruce Buffer is announcing your name? I mean, right. even just like little stuff like that, which they never did before. I think the only thing that they've done so far, which um, is a difference from uh, Undisputed 2, is after the fight they don't have Joe Rogan, who's one of the announcers. I was going to say, is Joe Rogan in 3? Him and Goldberg are in 3, along with Boz Rutten, and um, there's another guy that, because they split it up between the Pride organization and the UFC. They give you the option of which one you want to play. For Mm -hmm. those who don't know, Pride is a former MMA organization that was very big over in Japan, and it's guys like Rampage Jackson, Miracle Krokop, the Nugera brothers, Vanderlei Silva, a lot of the current and semi-current UFC stars got their start over there and became legends over there, and now they're over here. For this round, uh, they put you can fight either engine in either rules mm-hmm. for the fight, and they have both announcers from Pride and UFC in the game too, which kind of makes it very interesting, mm-hmm. I think. But the only th- difference they don't have is they don't have Joe Rogan talking at the end of the fight, where before you could kind of say your post-fight interview if you really want to smack talk I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I they, was mad they took that out. They took that away. That was very sad. Yeah. Because you can make a guy be a dick or <laughs> be like a politically correct guy. Oh, know? that's cool. Oh, yeah. And they, even they took away the part of the weigh-in, too. Yep. Where if you get to a certain point, you weigh in if you want to respect your opponent or disrespect them. And usually I would build up, like, good rivalries. Like, I yeah. mean, me, for some reason, I just find Dan Henderson, or he finds me and tries fighting me every chance Hendo? he gets. And, yeah, Hendo and me just is, like, my mortal enemy in that game. <laughs> nice. Because no matter what weight class I'm in, if either I do 185 or 205, he finds me. <laughs> and if I beat him, he'll, like, challenge for a rematch or something immediately. Mine's Tito Ortiz this game. Really? I fought him three times. We had a three-match battle. Oh, my God. Wow. I've I've came out victorious twice, so nice. Got you nice. I've, I've told him no longer will I be fighting the likes of him. <laughs> You're not on my level, sir. <laughs> no. Go back, go back to retirement. Okay, cool. He he married uh, Jenna Jameson, Tito Ortiz. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they're still married. I highly doubt. Probably it. not. Mm, actually, it's only one way I to find th- out. I think so. I think she was at the last couple fights. I know they kind of had like the whole domestic dispute, you know. <laughs> Did he smack her around like Chris Brown? I th- there was some kind of talk of it, but oh, they boy. they kind of I don't know from what like little TMZ stuff I read about it. Okay. Mm. But it's already been like worked out or something to that effect. No, I think they're still together. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, they haven't made their home movie yet. Oh. Oh. I'm sure they have. And they I'm may sure have. That's- Actually, that, that's what he's going to be doing post-fight career. <laughs> like Circulating the interwebs. He's got one more fight left on the contract. He's a really weird-looking dude. <laughs> well, you figure if he's taking enough fights and enough poundings. He's got a huge head. I was going to say, one of the few uh, MMA fighters that I know of is Mayhem Miller because he made the rounds on the podcast circuits and was on a few of them. And he, he, he was a little who's, little who's little punch Mayhem drunk. Miller? He's on Strike Force. He was in Strike Force. Was in Strike Force. Um, he, he was a guy from MTV's Bully Beatdown. Yes, never seen it. Okay. Oh, that. Well, that's a typical MTV show. But like basically, yeah. some guy was saying, "Oh, my roommate owes me money. He kind of beats the crap out of me. <laughs> Yo, can you help me?" So then they send Mayhem. He's like, "Hey, you know, why don't you fight one of my guys for ten thousand dollars?" And of course, the guy's like, "Yeah, I'll fight him." So they get like some real MMA guy in there. Yeah. And I think only one time on that show's history did the 
the bully actually beat the MMA guy. Really? really? Yeah. Oh, did he retire immediately? He should have. Like, yeah. I've not been able to see it. I've heard of this. Wow. Okay. But usually, yeah, usually the guy winds up getting like five thousand dollars. Whoever's getting beat. Yeah. But they've they've had like a couple good good tier guys. Like I know Jake Shields was on one episode, but the other guys are just kind of, you know, in the circuit. Huh. And like I, names I don't recognize from the UFC, but I'm sure they're in other organizations. Huh. I should say that's cool. But yeah, but Mayhem's one of the unlockable guys from GameStop, or their codes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know you wanted to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't like that. I don't like how they do that. Well, it, it's good if you actually get what they are advertising. And I guess my big beef with it, if I can say, I went, I pre-ordered my game, and I was told I was getting five fighters, and. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but I had to actually explain to the guy that was selling me the game what fighters I was getting because <laughs> he was trying to name, like, some randoms. And I'm like, no, that's not who's advertised. Yeah. So one of which fighters he claimed I was getting was Alistair Overeem, the former Strike Force uh, heavyweight champion who is now currently the number one contender in the UFC for the belt. Roid Rager. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's the guy that more or less retired Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So he says, all right, yeah, you got your five fighters, what such. So I go checking out the internet, and on UFCUnleashed.com, or Undisputed, I keep saying Unleashed, it's always the show. Anyway. Did I say Unleashed? I don't know. I, I might have said Unleashed. It's probably my fault because I watch way too much <laughs> UFC, but I, at least I admit it. So anyway, on the website, they have a link, Get the Ream, because that's his nickname, like us on Facebook. So I click on said link. Unfortunately, apparently I needed to sign up about two days ahead of time. I needed to sign up by February 9th. So I signed up on the 11th, and ironically, they don't give me the code. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, like, contact them say, like, hey, why do you still have the advertising? Yeah, why is the link still up and everything? Yeah, not one thing. Yeah. So, of course, I go get my thing from GameStop, unlock Mayhem Miller, Phil Davis, Nick Diaz, pre-suspension and brian stan and there is a code in there for alistair overeem who i can use if i'm fighting somebody on xbox live mm -hmm. but i don't have him for my own game that doesn't make any yeah. sense it, yeah it doesn't and the thq thing that did not work on the website but it's all right because hey, it's one fighter i'm not gonna you know cry river about and it. he's taking I, a lot of roids so i yeah. would be pissed off about it though it, well it's annoying just if you're gonna yeah. advertise and back it up don't sit yeah. there and, you know, have it up for, like, three days and then magically take it down, and nothing has happened. Yeah. It's like, don't Jedi mind trick that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but Mayhem's in the game, though. And okay. Yeah, he, I mean, he did a lot more stuff in Strike Force yeah. than, than UFC. I mean, yep. he, he had one very horrible UFC fight recently against Bisbang where he just looked very like out, fish out of water yeah just out of place he's got one more fight coming up against cb dalloway which he should win that one outright and right. get back on track yeah i mean i liked him from his interviews he seemed like a cool guy nice guy uh outgoing guy um like i said a little spaced out a little punch drunk but yeah i mean he's taking a lot of shots to the <laughs> noggin so he's a very interesting guy yeah he I, is. Will, I will say he's no chael sonnen though no who is <laughs> yes my favorite ufc fighter okay besides Besides Johnny Jones. I was going to say. But that's just an easy pick, so. Yeah, that's a local guy. I mean, yeah. actually, Chael Sonnen's kind of an easy pick, too. Chael Sonnen, who wants to fight, like, the whole country of Brazil, and 
I, I encourage anybody that doesn't know who he is to look up, even if you're not a UFC fan, look up some highlights of his interviews on, on YouTube. I'm going to do that. You will be entertained. He okay. is out of his mind crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he Literally, he thinks he's the best fighter in the world. Okay. He yeah. believes all the bullshit that comes out of his mouth. Okay. It's so great. Yeah, and he's been calling out Anderson Silva and basically disrespecting him and the whole country of Brazil for like the past <laughs> six <laughs> years. So I mean, I, I can't even try... Doing impersonations. And he's, is he fighting him in Brazil? Allegedly, yes. The the I whole. Don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd do that. I'd yeah. be afraid. Well, that's the problem they're having because <laughs> they more or less. I'm, if, they need to protect him. Yes, and I don't know if they could have enough protection to get him to the arena and back out of it. Yeah, because Chael, yeah, is very outspoken and has not pulled his punches and. And they're just trying to narrow down the place because I guess the UFC is trying to schedule a show in Brazil at a stadium, like Stocker Stadium down there. Oh, wow. Like a big. Oof. Yeah. And they want Anderson to headline against Chael. Wow. Oh, but obviously safety, yeah, obviously safety that's concerns. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. See, I think if they were going to do it, they should do it at Cowboy Stadium because that's what they wanted to do, Silva versus GSP, mm-hmm. if they could actually agree on a weight to fight it. But right. that's never going to happen. What? Yeah, what kind of, uh, I know this isn't, necessarily game related but what sure. kind of uh what kind of crowds do they do they draw i mean where where do they host events usually most most times they do them at uh various like basketball hockey arenas okay um they've been doing a lot more um bigger venues shall we say they did uh one up in toronto at rogers stadium okay they did one at the hsbc arena in brazil which they've been selling a lot they've been going a lot more international yeah just kind of reaching all points but yeah, they're selling it. Vegas is more or less MGM their Grand, MGM Grand, Mandalay Bay. Yep. Eventually, Madison Square Garden, if they can ever get it past in New in York. In New York, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. They're yeah. not allowed to fight in New York. Well, no. I, no, they're they're allowed to fight in like forty nine of fifty states. Uh, is it is that many now? Because yeah. I know it was at, when it first started, it was a lot less, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was. But it's starting to get more mainstream the well, sport, and and it's they've allowed it in more places now. Well, when the Fertitta brothers and Dana White bought it, they more or less made it into a recognized and regulated sport, right? Because the early days of the UFC was, you know, basically testing out who whose fighting style was the best, and it was a lot more liberal in its rules, right? So one thing that they've been doing is trying to really push it as a sport and, you know, pass it by every athletic commission going, you know, setting rules. Yeah. And since they've done it, I mean, I, I'm they're very close to getting in almost every state. I think I misspoke earlier. I think they're at like 46 out of 50. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, so nobody quote mm. me on that. Yeah. But they're very close. It is to- a lot more than it was. Oh, yeah. It's huge now. Yeah. We need to get Johnny Jones fighting over here at the Broome County Vet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he would. How awesome would that be? Oh, I, that would sell out in a heartbeat, too. Yeah, that would be probably the biggest thing in this area. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're damn right it would be. Yeah. Ever. Um, <laughs> so let's get into your career mode, guy. Yeah. Okay. Because I want to talk about that with mine, too. Because I know we've had different experience. Yeah, well, mine, I usually typically get stri- a striker who mm-hmm. is just more punches and kicks. Not That's what so I usually much, do, too. Yeah, not so much on the, the guys that go to the ground and fight submission style. What I did this year, I always make a heavyweight because I'm a big guy. And I made a heavyweight, and I wanted to do ground and pound because I don't usually do that. And um, I breezed through, what's the the low division you start out in? What's that called? Do you remember? The WFA. WFA. The World Fighting Alliance. Right. So you start out there, and I was breezing through everybody. And I, was, and I even, I had upped the difficulty to one higher than what I thought I should. Just because I remember in last year's game, I was just 
you know, kicking everybody's ass. So I, I put the difficulty, I think I had it on advanced. So well, actually, did you do the starter fight? Because this year they actually have a starter fight to see where you rank. I did. I did. Be- I, I got beginner. Okay. And I was like, eh, I think it's going to be too easy. So I picked advanced, and you can't change it when you get in. Oh, after you start, yeah. right. you're locked sure. in. Right, so you're locked in. And I was kicking everybody's ass in the in the first league, and then finally they come to you, I think it was like eight or nine fights later after I had won the belt in that league, they say, all right, now's your chance in the UFC. You can pick. You, they, you give, they give you like four or five guys you can schedule to fight against, and it shows you all their strengths and weaknesses so you can kind of match up your fighting style against their fighting style. And so they give you your chance in the UFC. And since I've gotten in the UFC, I meant to look at my guy's record before I came over here, but it's not good. I have eight losses, 16 wins probably, but like nine of my wins were in the, the first league. Mm-hmm. So I'm not doing well in the UFC. Um, I did ground and pound, like I said. I was taking everybody down, beating their faces in, and now I'm in the UFC. I can't even get a takedown, and my takedown rating is pretty high. Well, in the heavyweight division, though, there's a lot of guys that have very high defense, right. and I mean, I'm trying to remember the ro- that roster off the top of my head. Like there are mm-hmm. heavyweight guys, but it's a lot harder to do takedowns. Yeah, I would say for that. I mean, I'm fighting at the middleweight division, and so far I've been lucky. I've knocked out, like, everybody I've come mm-hmm. across. I'm, like, 13-0. and 0. Yeah. I've found, though, that I really, even though I'm losing, I still really like playing it because it's a challenge, mm-hmm. and the fights get really intense, at least for me, because last year I was winning in the first round, which I, you've told me is what you've been doing. Yeah. Right. So I was winning in the first round. I'm like, all right, well, another win. Now... The first round, I usually lose, just based on my thoughts. So I'm losing on points. I lost that round. So the next round, maybe, you know, I might lose again. I might tie or whatever. But I'm usually getting to the third round, and I'm like, I I probably got to knock this guy out. And I end up just throwing punches, and I get knocked out. (laughs) You're probably, because, well, the one thing, too, at the heavyweight division, the cardio level is probably not that high. So the more that you're trying to work My cardio level is pretty high. But as you're going yeah. on through the fight, though, right? How much is you know right. how much energy you're spending trying to pin somebody on the ground? Yeah, and you know, move, taken for moving for submissions right. and ground upon is probably taking a lot more yeah. than you think. But I have found myself getting a lot more into the fights than I did in the previous years. Yeah. Like it's it gets intense. I played a lot. I I played for about an hour, hour and a half before I came over here tonight, and I tried a bunch of the different modes just so I could talk about them. Um, but I was really into it. Now, have you tried the pride mode? Yes, I did guy? a pride tournament before I came over. All right, what did you think of that since I know you're not too familiar with it? Just yeah, I, I literally difference. do know nothing about pride mode or pride in general. Uh, it was all right. I prefer UFC. What What's pride <laughs> mode? I have no idea what you're The pride about. mode is instead of where the UFC is three five-round rounds, the pride mode is you start with a 10-minute first round. Oh, okay. And then you go five minutes and then five minutes after that. Oh, that's and interesting. And their judging is based on the overall fight. It's not broken down by round. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And the other difference is the ring looks like a wrestling ring as opposed to like the octagon with the cage around it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, it was cool. I mean, I prefer regular UFC just because that's what I know. But, yeah, it was all right. I kind of like the, the shorter rounds better than mm-hmm. the one... Ten minute round. I obviously I didn't make it through the first round. I got knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> I I did a four player tournament. I lost the first fight with Henderson Ugh. against Forrest Griffin. Forrest Griffin knocked me out in the first. I went in for a takedown. 
caught me with a punch on my way down. So the next fight was Bisbing against Kendall Grove. Mm-hmm. And I picked Grove because I hate Bisbing. <laughs> and I went in for a takedown again and got kneed in the face. That's what uh, happens when you fight Bisbing. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked out. <laughs> so the, the final fight was Forrest Griffin and Michael Bisbing. And I lost again by knockout. Well, that's another thing, too. They, they've actually allowed you to, to more or less knee strike when somebody's trying to go for a takedown, too. Uh-huh. That's something that I don't remember from the previous yeah. games. Um, yeah, I just I, I think I just suck at the game, to be honest with you. Well, it takes a while getting used to I mean, unless you really follow it. Like me, yeah. I watch and read a right. lot about it, so I kind of have a good idea. I mean, the pride stuff is still kind of new because... I'm not that familiar with it. I'm enough that I know about it, but so I haven't really messed right. around with that too much. It's all right. I, I like I said, I prefer the UFC. But um, yeah. one thing I like is uh, even though the controls are basically the same, I found the the wrestling on the ground is a lot smoother than last year. Yeah. The controls are the same. I don't know. It's just maybe it's more responsive. More responsive. I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah. Um, I Tra- found it a lot easier because my guy is a ground and pound. When I when I am I finally able to get somebody on the ground. I can get get good position on them and break from the break from the the clinch on the ground and really start laying some some haymakers on them, you know. Yeah. Um, and I also like how this year it's not basically if you get rocked, which for people that haven't played the game is if you get caught with a good punch or like after a while it, the damage gets built up. If they hit you with a good one, your guy kind of goes in this fuzzy mode where like they take advantage of it and can really start pounding on you. Yeah. I felt like in the previous games, if you got into that, you're done. Whereas this one, you can, kind of you can defend yourself and kind of get out of it. Your recovery time is a right. lot better. Right, um, which I really liked. Well, it makes for just a better fight overall because, I mean, that was one thing too. Is like if you got rocked, you never recovered in Undisputed 2. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even, even just making transitions on the ground. Like yep. I don't know if it's just a, whatever they did to tweak it up, but it works a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I think especially because you can you can use the cage to bounce off and wall walk too. That that helps a lot. One thing that I really I think is worse, and this is honestly the only thing that I can think of worse, is I don't feel like, uh, especially like the knockouts and the replays. I don't feel as they're as hard hitting as last game. It's almost like sometimes they miss, but they still kind of hit and they get knocked out. You know what I mean? Have you? Yeah, because I don't think they make as like a much like for UFC or Undisputed Two. You always hear like boom, you know, like yeah. a big sound effect, and like in, I think they kind of toned it down a little. bit. Yeah, like this, they made it sound like an actual normal. I would say more realistic. Yeah, because in if you watch a regular UFC fight or MMA fight, to be in general. It, it happens, and it's not like a big, like, mm-hmm. something happens. It's well, just a shot, and then the other guy goes it, down. Yeah. It's like what I'm finding the more and more I play video games and we do this this podcast is more realistic isn't always better for me. Yeah. Where, like, like uh, NHL, NHL, for instance, they've tried to make example. that more, more realistic, and it sucks now. I just feel like they should have left the, the knockouts, like, high impact, maybe make your controller vibrate and, like... Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I think that yeah. But that being said, that's a small leave in some of the more arcadey type elements. You're saying because it is. It's a technical game. You gotta the the wrestling's there. The clinch, which I'm almost intimidated to even try to do, which is stand up grappling. Yeah. Uh, If if they get me up against the cage, I'm pretty beat. Yeah. Well, I mean. There's just a couple different ways to get out of that. Yeah. But it, yeah, the clinch, especially if you're facing a guy that really knows their Muay Thai 
And because mm-hmm. like if you ever get fight Anderson Silva and he clinches you, you're more or less dead. Yeah, it, it's so. game over. So how what sh- have you tried all of the the modes? Um, I haven't gone in title mode yet. Okay, that's the one I didn't try either. I read online basically what title mode is is you go through a ladder of fighters to get up to the title, and then you defend the title after you win it, and you can't you can't save it and quit. Oh. Which kind of turned me off to it. Yeah, I think that was So you need to set aside a chunk of time to... Yeah. Like, and, and if you get through, I think, 100 fights, you get an achievement for it. Wow. But you have to do them all in one sitting. How long is like, a fight, approximately? For, well, like Ken said, he wins all his in the first round. I usually go three rounds. Right. Which is at least 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Why would they do that, though? Make it so you can't save and quit and come back to know. it? I don't know. I think they're just, it's just one of those options they give you if you want to do like a one day tournament. Like if you got a bunch of people at the house. That's one uh, thing I, I love about the game is tournament mode. Yeah. Like you can have all your buddies over and set up like a 16 guy tournament, which is awesome. And the tournament tree and everybody can play each other. That's a great mode. I did a tournament before I came over. Um, was it a tournament? No, no, no. What I'm thinking of was um, I did do the I did the Pride tournament, but we already mm-hmm. talked about that. I did um, uh, event card mode, oh, where they have like the classic it. cards, or you can create your own pay per view card. And I what I did was I did the John Jones card when he won the title from uh, Shogun. Shogun. Um, have you used John Jones on there? Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, he's the highest guy in the game. Yeah, like 95. I said, I, I lose constantly. I kicked the guy's ass in the first round on the same difficulty. So, I know it props to nice. Johnny. Yeah, you know, absolutely. But yeah, I'm trying to think what else the uh, the other modes are. Well, I, I just know one thing. Going back to create a fighter, and when you're doing your career mode, the recovery time after fights seems like it's a lot more shorter, and you don't yeah. really like feel the effects of fights. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in a real long battle, like for me, it, I know, like I, I'll be, just for example, like I beat Kendall Grove. And then they offered, you know, your next fight. So I took Chris Levin, and then it'll give you the option if you want to fight then or do a training session. Yeah, oh, that's the other problem yeah. I have with the game. And then, yeah, and then after, like, one or two training sessions, you have to fight, but it doesn't show, like, how much, like, recovery or endurance you need, like, to actually set up a camp. I think they just took that right out because uh, it's it was kind of annoying in the last game, but that's something realistic that they probably should have left in. Yeah. That, that, I, because it takes a toll on you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You shouldn't just be able to... They they did penalize some of your stats depending on which training you did. Mm-hmm. I want to get into the training mm-hmm. because it's stupid. Okay, Have um, it. it's it's really hard to figure out. First of all, yeah, I I really only do three different ones because I was focusing on specific categories. I was doing strength and cardio because that's what was needed for for uh, ground and pound character and. I was doing the tire flip, which is just what it sounds like. It's a big tire, and you flip it. Like a monster truck tire. Right, and there's squares around the board, and each, well, two of the squares will have a point total on them, depending on which one you flip it into is how many points you get, and your your meter goes up, and that's that's how many points you get built towards your skill. And I just, like, the controls, I can't get to the side of the tire I'm trying to get to to get to the biggest amount of points, and I was getting so pissed off. Yeah. And there was one where it was like just straight up like punching mitts. I got zero points. Yeah, because they want you to switch levels and do all this like yeah. extra stuff to it. But they don't really tell you that. No, you have to figure it out on your own. Yeah. That's another thing too, especially like even if you're hitting the heavy bag. Yeah. And it lights up, but they want you to move. Like the, before, they would just have you stand up, like analog straight, 
and you just hit a punching bag and you have to hit you know so many times in the certain areas. Like this, they want you to actually move around and hit at different levels, which I mean, that's what real fighters do. Yeah. Right. But they just do a really, really bad job of telling you how to do it. Yeah. yeah. They should have you do like a training thing for yeah. those for the training tutorial too. for the yeah. training. Yeah. I don't think there is one. Is no, there? there isn't. No. That that is really annoying. Can that, you simulate training? You can, but it's not nearly as effective. Well, maybe it is, considering uh, I don't usually do very well. Yeah, but you don't get you, well. You can simulate, but you only get like if you're lucky, half the points. Yeah, that you could get if you actually like do it. That being said, once you do figure out how to do it, I mean, it's good. But it was annoying not knowing at first. You know what I mean? Not yeah. being helped through it like you should be. Yeah, and plus the emphasis on the game planning too. I think that's the game weird. plan I used once. Yeah. Game plan is basically you pick a specific game plan based on how you want to attack the next fighter, and you have three goals to reach pretty much. Yeah. And if you reach those goals, you get a certain amount of points, and if you don't, you get no points. Okay. But, yeah. I, I, I was going to do that with my ground and pound guy, but I just can't take anybody down, so I don't bother. Yeah. So, and then the other way to train is by joining a camp. Right. Which, can I join your favorite camp? Oh, AKA? Greg Jackson. Ah, oh, well, I, I I don't hate on Greg Jackson too much because most okay. of the, most of the guys that I couldn't stand at that camp have left. Oh, okay. Did Rashad so, leave? Yes. Rashad Evans is who John Jones is fighting next, and okay. they trained together. John Jones is in Greg Jackson's camp, which is why I picked that camp. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You guys always used to pick on them because they used to twist their nipples before there, they fought. Yeah. <laughs> there was three guys in that camp that would stand in the corner: Keith Jardine, Rashad. And I, I almost want to say it was George St. Pierre. I can't remember the third one at the time. And every time they'd get ready to fight, they'd be twisting their nipples. <laughs> to get angry or? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, I only ever saw Keith Jardine do it, which was hilarious because he's this doofy white guy. Yeah. Like, bald. Nice. Doof. Yeah, he was in God, he was in one Jason Statham movie. Uh, was he? Yeah. I, I, of course he was. Yeah, big, big bald guy with like a weird go-to. Yeah. But yeah, and he used to always do it, and they always say, oh, that's something from Greg, Greg Jackson's camp. And I was like, why the hell are you I think they were giving Greg Jackson a bad rap. Yeah. Well, he he's, uh. he's a great coach to learn from. Yeah. And I would say like now he almost does a who's who. Yeah, really. Of, no, he does. Yeah. It's like his fighters like – Everybody he trains is almost like they can't fight each other almost because mm-hmm. they, they work out so much together. Right. Yeah. And a lot of them, like I know Rashad left. I think Nate Marquardt left pre-getting fired from the UFC. Um, well, that's why I'm interested in the John Jones-Rashad Evans fight even more because they train together. So Evans should technically know how to fight John, how to attack his weaknesses, which I don't really know what they are. Well, I mean, the thing is Rashad – is going to be is a very experienced fighter and oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's used to big time matches. He's a great fighter. Yeah, I mean, we'll give him his due. I mean, he is going to go in there and he's going to put on a show. He's a complete douche. Yeah. <laughs> he's had some very questionable comments okay. in the past. But he does know Johnny and I mean if he's going to expose a weakness cuz the Johnny's biggest asset I think is his reach. Cuz he can keep everybody at, far. Yeah, he can keep everybody at a distance yeah. but he can get close. Like I honestly thought his closest opponent would be Lyoto Machida. Right. Because if you haven't seen him fight, Lyoto Machida is very elusive karate style. It's kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's different than anybody else. It's almost like John where he's just like throws some things, some, some elbows and punches. We're like, holy shit, man. I've never seen anybody strike from that angle. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So. It's very unorthodox striking. Just That's like cool. they'll throw yeah. different angles and... 
I mean, Johnny wound up winning that match with a standing guillotine. Right. It looked like he yeah. snapped a guy's head off. Yeah. It was one of, and that wasn't even the best submission of that night. Nope. <laughs> Frank Mir just completely Ugh. snapping Nogueira's shoulder off yep. his. I walked in to my friend's house because I only went over for the the John Jones fight, and I walked in, and it was the end of that fight, and they were showing a replay of the submission, and it just snapped. Yeah. <laughs> God. I think I had about like 30 people in my house, and everybody just went at the same time, oh, shit! <laughs> and, and like, the whole room just got quiet, and then Ooh. like, every time they replay, like, everybody's just grabbing their uh. shoulder going, oh my god, oh, like, freaking out. Yeah. It's one of the, I mean, if you have a weak stomach, don't watch it. Mm-mm. If you can tolerate it, yeah, watch it, and just, because, uh. I mean, it's funny, like, Mir got up, he's acting like nothing happened, Nogueira, I mean, you would think, like, he'd be screaming in pain, he's just, like, holding his arm. Yeah. Like, that's nothing. Well, he well. wouldn't tap out. Oh, no, he, he wouldn't. wouldn't do it. No, he wouldn't. He knew his arm was going to get broke. I would have tapped out before the match My even God, started. Are you kidding me? Me too. I hate Frank Mir. Yeah, Frank. Um. Yeah, so overall, I think if you're a fan of the UFC, you're going to like the game. Yeah. You'll get past, like, the training, and I mean, that's basically it for me. That's the only – submissions, they got to improve. It's a lot better than what it was Uh but still, they could do something a little more creative than what they have right now. Have you tried online? I haven't. No. Just I because I don't feel like I'm very good. I, oh, I will okay. try online. Actually, should we just bring this up now with the Travis? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll just say that part, yeah. Okay. Because one of our listeners, yeah. Travis, uh, said he'd like to play me online on Xbox, and I would be more than happy to do that. Um, yeah. All our Xbox gamer tags are on the website, right? Yeah, I'll maybe I'll repost it yeah. so that they're in the front again. Okay. Yeah, just send me a friend request and we'll play. Um, now that you know I can't do anything. <laughs> you know all Eric's weaknesses all now, too. Weaknesses. I'll have to train you. Yeah, I'm going to have to have Ken train me up. <laughs> but, Tra- yeah. Train your thumbs. I think <laughs> most UFC fans are going to like the game. It's, it's a good mix of arcade and re- realism. And I, I really get into the fights. I love it. And I, I feel like... When you come back, the few times that I have been able to come back and, and win a fight where I knew I was going to lose, it was awesome. Okay. I did one before I came, actually. I did uh, Uriah Faber was on that same John Jones card. Yeah. Uh, who did he fight? Weidman. Eddie Weidman. Eddie Weinland, yeah. And uh, I was losing. We got to the third round, and I caught him with a head kick and knocked him out. It was oh, awesome. Nice. I won knockout of the night and fight of the night. That's one thing, too. They added the, the bantamweight and the featherweight division. Which they, Real small guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're they're probably if you've never seen those anyone in those divisions fight, they're entertaining, awesome and, to watch. Yeah, so fast. Yeah, like tch. Jose Aldo, Dominic Cruz, Uriah Faber. Yeah, All that's pretty guys. sweet. Yeah, huh. very cool. You got anything else you want to add about it? No, I mean just in general. I mean the rosters are pretty solid for who they have. I, mean, I know you you said the Pride roster wasn't great, right? Well, there was certain for their original. They only offer you three lightweights mm-hmm. to fight in the Pride lightweight division, but they do allow you to use the UFC guys to fight in Pride mode too. Which the UFC lightweight division is arguably probably the deepest one of talent. Um, but they do allow you to kind of mix and match. A lot. I know there's like a couple guys that I didn't think should have been on the roster, and I think some guys did get snubbed, but they're probably going to be in DLCs. Who do you think yeah. should have been on it? I think Chris Weidman, or if I'm pronouncing his right his name right, uh, he's an upcoming middleweight contender. He just beat Damian Maya on the uh-huh. Fox card. I thought he should have been in. I thought the Korean Zombie uh, <laughs> should have been in it. Korean Zombie. Korean Zombie. Chan Sung. I always mispronounce his name, so I'm going to probably butcher it. It was Chan Sung Jung. 
Uh, if you've never seen his fight with Leonard Garcia, that is one of the best fights you'll ever see, especially if you're not used to seeing UFC f- yeah. or MMA fights, rather. Um, I thought he should be in at featherweight. I thought Charles Olivier, the Bronx, he should have been in at uh, the featherweight division. And I, I thought it's like some guys maybe shouldn't have been because they did have some guys that they've cut a while ago mm-hmm. um, or are in strike force and other organizations right now. But yeah. overall, I mean, it's, it's entertaining. It's, if you don't know a lot about the UFC, it's a good thing to learn. It is. Yeah, you I'm like second bat for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll definitely do it. And if you're big UFC crazy like I am, I mean, you'll absolutely love the game. Yep. Okay. Very nice. Well, yeah, that'll do it for our main segment. Uh, we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 31 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. The song you heard during the break was another song by Reamed Craft named Lucas Ochlianen. So feel free to check that out. Uh, the website, actually, f- to see all his stuff is is just rimcraft.com. And I'll actually I'll put it on our blog post because it's, it's kind of weird spelling. So uh, It I, is Swedish. It is Swedish, so that's, that's why. So I will post uh, a link on the bottom of our blog post on, on Friday. Um, but before we get into our feedback segment, Ken's got his top eight games, and I apologize for not remembering that we were doing that. No, don't worry about it. Like, I completely forgot about it, too, until it, Eric, Eric mentioned went, it. Yeah, Eric mentioned it. So uh, I'll be brief about it. Uh-huh. Uh, first one, uh, the first game I could really remember is... Uh, is this your favorite game? No. Okay. No, I'll, I'll end with my favorite okay. game. Okay. First one I can really remember is Contra for the Nintendo. Okay. Because it yes. had the greatest cheat code ever made, uh-huh. and it was so absurd but I think that was, like, the first game I ever beat. Okay. So I can remember nice. that. Wait, what was the greatest cheat code? Should I know this? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, oh, right, right, B.A. select start. Yeah. 30 lives. Like, for whatever reason. I've seen t-shirts with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Brush the shoulder off. No. <laughs> uh, second one is... I always say Ninja Gaiden 2 for NES, but I would say the Ninja Gaiden remake for Xbox, which was, I thought, amazing. Was that good? It was amazing. I didn't play it. Yeah, the first one. The second one, and eh, not so much. But the first one I thought was really well story-wise. But your 9GM gave it a nine, I bet you. The graphics were good for it too. Oh yeah, no, I mean especially for the system constraints at the time. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it probably looked more so like... I don't want to say like Final Fantasy RPG type anime, but it was probably well close enough because, at least from what I could tell, I was never big a Final Fantasy guy. One kid at college ruined it, I think, for life for me. Okay. What happened? <laughs> there was one guy on my floor, and he must have skipped. I'm not going to say his name because people will probably start posting this on my Facebook page when they start <laughs> hearing this. Well, the ones who remember him. Skipped a week of class, and w- this is whatever Final Fantasy game was came out in fall 97. Okay. So whatever year that was. That's Final Fantasy 7. 7, yeah. Right. Which I'm playing right now. Okay. Well, he skipped a week, Did and he stayed, like, in the same clothes, same spot on the floor. Like, I don't remember him moving, like, <laughs> even to take a piss. That's because he didn't. No, pretty well, he, much not. He's he, in his pants. And he went like Pigman from PCU, if you've ever seen that movie. <laughs> uh-huh. It's been and a while, but yeah, I remember All of a sudden, like, it. he's screaming through the floor... Oh, guys, come to the room, come to the room, check it out, check it out, check it out. Like, screaming, like, you know, I'm thinking, like, what, somebody gets stabbed or something? Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so we're all, like, he gets, like, about like 20 of us in the room. And he's like, oh, guys, check it out, 15 minutes of extra cinema. And it was something like a <laughs> unicorn jumping a, r- a river. And I'm like, dude, what the hell is this? This is like, you're taking away from Monday Night Football. <laughs> this is the, the weirdest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and, like, he's like, no, 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 this is, I'm like, no, it's a unicorn, like or some like a horse crossing a river. I'm like, you really wasted a week of your life at college, no less, to get this. Oh, when you put it that way, yeah, I'm like, I'm done. I'm like, what game is? This? He's like, oh, it's Final Fantasy. I'm like, I don't care what it is, dude. <laughs> Never again. Don't ever show me that. I'm done. So I apologize. I'm like traumatized for life from that. Oh no, that's fine. Ken, but, r- real quick, did you say the Ninja Gaiden for Xbox or Xbox 360? Xbox. Okay, that is a 91 on Metacritic, which is really good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. No, that one I I seriously must have played like for a good couple of months. Even I rebeat it and just started over again. It was that much fun. Just like, I mean, I'm into like a little RPG stuff, but not enough to say like you know I'm an expert. But that uh-huh. was, I think that was. Kind of like my level for it. Cool. Um, the third one I had is I'm just going to kind of say the THQ WCW Wrestling Engine, like WCW World Tour. Mm-hmm. Anytime that I think I spent 12 hours playing a Canadian death match, which is if you set up. <laughs> Can't wait to hear what this if is. If you set up it like a battle royal or whatever they had for the time, and the only way that you can win is by D- or, uh, TKO. Oh, okay. So submissions don't work, pins don't work. You just literally have to beat your opponent until they can physically knock it back off, like from knockouts. And me and my friends growing up, must we played like a 12-hour marathon of this. I remember not going to sleep one night, just going straight through. Yeah. And, I mean, eventually they've when I, got it, when I took it to college, it just took a whole other level upon itself. I think it's the first time that um, I know of a, a time that a game was somehow acquired from somebody's room when they went home from break with an RA's key to go in and get the game. <sighs> And hook it up to the floor TV. Nice. And, you know, magically, of course, when he came back, we all forgot to put it back in his room. So he wanted to file a police report. We uh, had to kind of get him down to the bar and somehow reacquire the RA's key to get back in the room. <laughs> oh, my God. This is an it. elaborate plan. Oh, yeah. No, we – well, trust me, I haven't even gotten to the big one okay. that involves this. College, you know, yeah. kind of brings out the best of it. <laughs> Man. Mansfield Rest- University, Maple 2A, what's up? <laughs> Wrestling games are fun, though. Oh, yeah. I've, I've played a few that I've really, really liked. Well, like, I just, like, I've always Not grown recently, up. but. Yeah, I've always grown up, and they've always just been, like, really 
cool. And now it's just like with the THQ stuff, like the first ones, like WCW versus NWO World Tour was like so over the top. Right. Especially like their made up guys. They were just so bad. There was one that I loved on the N64. Yes. The crab. I, I know exactly. It's got to be the one that does the game. The, taunt. the game on the N64. Oh. I don't remember which one it was. Okay. There was one that was like this big, like 300 pound guy that used to do like the, you know. <laughs> I just absurd taunt. I just remember I liked wailing on people with baseball bats in the Nintendo 64 one. Are you sure you guys aren't talking about the PlayStation one? Yeah, no, it was no, Nintendo it was 64. 64 for sure. Because the PlayStation one was pretty sweet too. Grant, Most of them are pretty sweet. Yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, they've really kind of gone over the top with them. Yeah. in recent years. Okay, what do you got next? Uh, next, half Ar- half arcade, half Xbox. Which number? Narc. Which uh, number? Win. This is number four. Four. Okay. Narc. Narc. Just because I remember this being like the most over the top video game I've ever seen in an arcade, where like you whip out a rocket launcher and you're seeing like body parts going flying on the screen. I'm like, what the hell is this? And like, great, you just picked up five bags of cocaine. <laughs> and like, you're getting points. It's like, go what on. The, what the hell is that? And then they remade it, which I was like, how the hell do you remake this game? Because it was so out there. And then they made it like Good Cop, Bad Cop, where like you actually had points if you actually got high. And then, <laughs> then you were like, you got negative levels because you'd be like addicted, and you'd have to come back and like beat your addictions. It was just so over the top. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was four when this this arcade game came out in 1988. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, no, how much older am I than you? How old are you? I'm 32. You're four years older than me. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was like the first video game I really like rem- arcade game I remember, and I just remember. The Xbox version was just, like, so over the top. It was just, like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. But it had, like, the coolest soundtrack ever. It was all, like, 70s funk. Nice. Curtis Mayfield, like... Porn. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You're just like, what the hell is this? Porn music. But yeah. it, was, it was entertaining for what it was. Uh, number five, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, great choice. That is yeah. a good choice. Yeah. I seriously must have borrowed that from my friend Steve and kept it for, like, a year. It's a great game. But it was, yeah, it was so good. And even, like, the guys you unlock, like, seeing Wolverine and Iron Man on skateboards, it's just, like, Ooh. and Gene Simmons, too. Yeah. That's like, the that's the only game I ever got sore hands from playing. Really? Just because I played it for so long. So and, like, all the Yeah, all the button things you got to yeah. do to do your tricks. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was up there. I mean, the only game injury I got was from Undisputed last year fighting Dan Henderson, where, like, the joystick actually went into my skin. As I was trying to fight the oh, wrestling, because the wrestling defense on that last year was like, or when that game came out, was like the hardest thing ever. Crazy. And it's like serious, like I had like an imprint of a joystick in my hand for like a good six months. That happened oh. to all my friends. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's just like, wow. Yeah, it hurts um, hell too. Pro Skater. Did I hear they're making another one? Yeah, they're always making. But are they making it like? I think the it's more s- supposed to be like a throwback. Okay. Pro Skater, oh. just with updated graphics, is the impression that I got. I think I read about it in Game Informer okay. this yeah, month. Because some not. of like the... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me Go remember. ahead. No, like some of the recent Pro Skater ones have just been kind of like... Yeah. Average. Whack, yeah. It's just kind of like, what's the fun in this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be more of a throwback type of game. Than... I hope so, because it was a great game. Yeah, they were. The the well, I think I, I know I played the first one. I think I played the second one, too. Yeah. Yep. For PlayStation. So, yeah. Very nice. Uh, number six was Marvel Ultimate Alliance number one. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, two things. Marvel, RPG. Yeah. And they had, like, everybody in it. Yeah. Ultimate Alliance 2, horrible. But number one was very good. Are those well, who- the ones that you can do, like, four-player co-op? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Who was your character? I always took Captain America. Me too. Nice. Yeah. Me too. 
That was always either him or Wolverine, but they always jacked Wolverine up. Or if you needed to beat somebody, you just turn on him and he yeah. just goes crazy. Yeah, I like the shield toss for Captain America. That was very yeah. useful. Very yeah. useful. I kind of want to play favorite. that game. It's awesome. I had it for the longest time. I think I traded it in. Did you? Probably cheap as shit. On oh yeah, I'm sure. The f- especially the first one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number yeah. seven was Halo, the original. Uh-huh. Because I think for from 2005 to 2007, I must have been involved in like a LAN party series um, with a bunch of nice uh, coworkers from Eric and because Eric and well Dan and I all work at the same place. Every Thursday night had four TVs hooked up to two like one apartment lived above the other, and like seriously, just had 16 people going fighting left and right. That's awesome. Yeah, for like two years We've straight. All been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So last that's what life's about. Sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, that that was enough for me. Like I didn't even care about the like the campaign. I was just like, all right, multiplayer. Yeah. Sniper rifles, hell yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Pistol sniper. Yeah. <laughs> and my all-time favorite game, GoldenEye 64. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good yeah. Nice. I'm surprised nobody else has said that when they've come in here. Actually. Yeah. Well, I couldn't pick it because we didn't have a Nintendo 64. Uh, okay. For the longest time, we had one briefly. I feel like, but. Yeah, we never really had one. So I only ever played it at other people's houses. Yeah. So Well, I went from a gap from just having an 8-bit to a 64 oh, okay. to uh, Xbox. And I Well, I had a GameCube. I mean, there really wasn't too much right. out for that. But, yeah, but for GoldenEye, like I said, it's the only time I think I've seen, like, the amount of money, beer money, um, <laughs> rent money, college money like for about four years of college wise yeah in fact like to one point we actually had it uh floor versus floor at one of the um rec halls <laughs> yeah like seriously it got to that point and i mean of course we won but still <laughs> of course neither yeah. here nor there yeah not that we have to say like in proximity minds i will own anybody on that but yeah, it just got to that point. It's just like that's just a lot of good memories, and just that was like the first four player game. Like I think I really got hooked on. Yeah, how sweet was the controller too? Oh my god! I feel like the controller's still underrated. That's one of my favorite controllers of all time. Was the Nintendo sixty four controller? Fully agree. Like the PS, I, I seriously can't handle like the square triangle nonsense. Yeah, like I need buttons that I actually get, letters. I get confused too by the by the PlayStation controller. Yeah. So that's hey, it. Shut up. <laughs> well, I just remember playing a uh, um, emulator <clears throat> for yeah, buddy. I just brought up is. a picture oh. of the N sixty four controller. But right I just now. remember playing uh, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics like fairly recently, and you know it says to press circle or square. I'm like, I don't know what that is, and I actually have to look and see what the button is. <laughs> You'd catch on quick. Though. Yeah, I'm sure I would, but. I'm stupid at the same time, so <laughs> not you're not video game stupid though. No, 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 you're right. Just just college stupid. <laughs> so Ken, have you played the the new the remake? No, no, not yet. I don't know. Like I just I see like I don't know how they could yeah up, upgrade from the last one. That was my thought. Oh, because yeah. I remember when they tried with Perfect Dark. Yeah, and it was just like no, right? No, it certainly doesn't. It's not the caliber that the 64 version was. But I thought for a Wii shooter, it was pretty good. Really? Yeah. I only played it once, but... Yeah, no, I mean, I had a Wii, too, but it was just not... I don't know, I could just never really get into it. Like, the mm. like the sport games were cool for it, except the Madden. 
Like, I actually <laughs> took the year off from Madden after getting Madden for the week. Yeah. Because anytime you have to do the touchdown dance after scoring, get that garbage out of mm-hmm. here. You had to take the year off. <laughs> like, seriously, I could not play it. I was just like, you know what? To hell with this. I'm yeah. Not... Uh, yeah, I had boycotted one year. Yeah. You had to, like, yeah, because you had the controllers and you had to, like, throw up your arms to catch a pass yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And then, I mean, great. I think it had the coolest feature for, like, multiplayer because when you. I forgot whatever it was called, and you ran the series of like events, and like somebody was trying to kick a field goal, and you had to actually like change the weather. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that was actually kind of cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, very nice. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate that. No problem. All right, we are going to move on to our feedback, which I am calling up right now. Okay. Uh, from Twitter, uh, multi-direct one. You guys probably know I like Kingdoms of Amalur, but man, those graphics, they really aren't good at all. They look like WoW, and WoW is pretty old, and this is 2012. Damn it, I want to be amazed, but I still like it more than Skyrim. How do you guys feel about that? I like the graphics, personally. I, I was going to say, like, I I mean, they're not they're not fantastic graphics by right. any means. I mean, and you can't compare it to, like, a Mass Effect, but at the same time, I do like the stylized graphics yeah. in Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm not a big graphics guy anyway. Yeah, no, I know. Well, I think gameplay trumps trumps, yeah. trumps graphics in, in most cases, but, like, I mean, again, I, I think of a game like uh, uh, like Wind Waker. I mean, the graphics were cel-shaded, but they were cool. I like them. Yeah, you know? I mean, same here. Uh, same thing with Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Cel-shaded graphics, and it's stylized, and I kind of like it. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Michael Nelson says, As much as I like Skyrim, Uncharted 3 was my game of the year. Oh, I think which, only- um, Sebastian, who was on this show before, he let me borrow uh, the first Uncharted so I can get started on that series. Yeah. Whenever the hell I get around to that. Yeah. And Resistance. Corey, have you ever played Resistance? Nope. Okay. Uh, it's on my list, though. Okay. Yeah, let me borrow... He told me just to skip right to Resistance 3, because the story doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to start Uncharted with the first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's probably a good call. Yeah. Okay. Very Uncharted nice. Uncharted 3. All right, that's our Twitter feedback. Uh, moving on to our website feedback. This comment is from Travis Eicher. said, I'm also digging Kingdoms of Amalur. I love the combat in the game. I only played it for about 20 hours, though, because... I picked up UFC Undisputed 3. That game has took a bunch of my time. The Pride Tournament mode in the game is awesome. I'd love to play with, with Eric over live sometime. I think that if Square Enix wants to get on the right track, they should remake Final Fantasy 7. If they leave the story and gameplay the same and update the graphics, that game would sell a ton. Oh, yeah. I don't think that Square really understands their audience anymore. Anyway, the podcast keeps getting better and better. It just needs a more more Star Wars Mad Libs. <laughs> <laughs> So, so thank you, you shall receive. Thank you for that, Travis. There's a lot to touch on. In there. there is. Um, first, we'll go, uh, Eric. I think you mentioned in the last yep. segment that you are willing to take up Travis's Travis's offer of some. Uh, oh yeah. Some More than UFC like. over over the internets. Better believe it. Uh, how do you feel about a Square Enix remake of Final Fantasy VII? Uh, I'm all for it. I know they're they're already doing Final Fantasy X remake HD. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's in the works. So I imagine Final Fantasy VII isn't that far behind, or any of them for that matter. Right? Do you Who think knows? even like a six? Um, see, I I personally think they should remake six. Right. You know, start from scratch, keep the same story and characters and all that stuff, but just make a whole new game on a new engine and everything. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I would play it, but I can't guarantee I would like it. That's uh, true. Final, that said, Final Fantasy VII, I think with good graphics, because it was kind of three D. Um, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I I just worry about 
Final Fantasy VI, you mm-hmm. know, just because it's sprite-based. Even if they improved the sprites and just made really nice-looking sprites and environments, I think that would be cool. I think I think they should just go with, like, a direct sequel or something, you know? Yeah. Just revisit all those characters, see what they're up to. I don't even care if it's terrible. Right. I just want more of them. Just Yeah, just to give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Okay. But you, do, you, do you feel like uh, that Square doesn't understand their audience? Uh, eh, I don't know. See, I I I was thinking about this after we talked about it a little bit last week, and I feel like we even even like Japanese audiences are kind of going towards a more Western style RPG. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. I, I think everything's kind of going that way with the more open world. Yeah. Um, RPGs. Uh, and I don't, you know, I I. I feel like the JRPG is kind of antiquated at this point. Right. You know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's all it's all spectacle, and, you know, spectacle gets boring, especially yeah. nowadays, you know, at the end of a console generation. Yeah. When a uh, console generation first starts, it's kind of nice to see yeah. how pretty things yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. But towards the end, you're like, I just want to play some fun games. Yeah. And which, those kind of games aren't that. Which is also part of the reason why I'm getting a, P- a, a PC, because I think PC's gaming is going to take off over the next year year and a half because of the, it's the end of the mm-hmm. the console generation at this point so yeah. yeah okay well thank you for that travis and and michael nelson and multi-directional we always appreciate the feedback uh moving on news who wants to go first in news that's eric go ahead buddy. oh yep. you want me to go first yeah go for it um, yeah because i gotta call my article up actually yeah, yeah i do actually have mine up for once uh, this article, which can be found on GameSpot.com, is entitled The Dangers of Gamer Entitlement. It is by Laura Parker. Uh, basically, i give you the, the subtitle. Why Bioware's Jennifer Hepler suffered a vicious verbal attack at the hands of gamers this week. Uh, in 2006, I think, actually, is when she originally said this. Um, basically, what she was implying is that there needs to be more of a focus on narrative in video games as opposed to the combat and you know how some games you can kind of skip over the narrative yeah. uh, most games now yeah. really you can just kind of skip over it yeah. she was kind of saying you should be able to do it with combat yeah i guess they point out la noir you can do that somewhat like not, you, that, not to my if knowledge if you fail but... three times you can skip it or something like that yeah. well anyway some people took exception to that for some mm. reason i'm not really sure why but um, there was a Reddit article that somebody posted titled, This Woman is the Cancer That is Killing Bioware. And she recently got a Twitter where she's been called such names as slut, whore, and cunt. And Yes. Well, she deserves it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm not seeing what the big deal is with these, with these guys getting all upset. Because she wants a feature added to a game that doesn't hurt. A regular game. Yeah, and basically the the article talks about why why do these people feel entitled that they should be the ones making the game when she actually does make games. That's a good question. Isn't Mass Effect do, two or three doing something like that? Yeah, a Mass Effect mode? three. You have different options of how you want to play the game. You can play the complete game, you can play the story game, or you can play the action combat game where mm-hmm. it just simulates or it maybe it condenses the the talking. Yeah parts right and so and, and, i i think that's awesome that you get a choice of how you want to play the game and if you're a, a guy that only plays call of duty games you're going to want the action part 
if you're only someone that cares about the story, someone that's not as used to playing games, you know, you can play the story part and it makes the combat parts easier. Do you do you really think anybody though who is going to pick up Mass Effect 3 would play one or the other of those modes? Probably not, but like I think Mass Effect is something like my wife would really like if she would try it. Mm-hmm. Um and I th- think that that's probably the route she would want to go so maybe maybe people who aren't necessarily gamers but someone who would like the Mm storyline in it i think it would it would really work out for that that type of person and i mean i as if if it's not gonna take anything away from the game i you know i'm all for that that option i think it's a great idea yeah i don't see what the big deal is yeah Probably a bunch it, of fourteen-year-old kids. Well, that's just it. I mean, every every asshole on the internet has yeah. a voice, including us. Yeah, exactly. So you know, ours just happens to matter more than theirs. Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. I, I yeah, I don't I don't understand the hate for her. I, I don't think that's fair. What exactly did she do? She said she, that she you should be able to skip over combat. Yeah, she implied and focus that on and, narrative. Yeah, focus more Who on narrative. She? She, she w- works, works for, for Bioware. Bioware. Yeah. She's had her hands on Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age Two, and and the Old Republic. She's a senior writer at Bioware. Well, she has a lot more right to say anything yeah, than any of exactly. those. She's in the credits on all of those games, it says here. Yeah. Um, the poor woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't see what these guys are all up in arms about. And some <laughs> Somebody from Bioware. Oh, God. Somebody from Bioware actually tweeted at somebody calling them a fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good work. And uh, because somebody made it a tweet about this woman's pig disgusting fetishes <laughs> whatever what? that means funky so, wow yeah so now Damn. the bioware fans are saying that they're they're turning their back on loyal fans of the oh company God. And, are yeah. you serious i think i think bioware's only fail has been dragon age 2 yeah that's it everything else i wouldn't even call like, that a fail no, uh, they I'm, they tried to take it in a direction, and it I don't think it worked out like they thought they would, like no. they thought it would. No, but I still think it was a good game. It was a good game for one playthrough. Yeah. So for me, I don't know if that's really a good game. Yeah, that's true. It had its issues, but there was a lot to like in there too. Yeah. At the same time, I agree. But in my so, opinion, okay. As I said, uh, you know, a game that I don't want to play again. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it really a good game? Well, I don't want to play the Mass Effect games again. No, I know, but that's how you're playing them through. That's true. I generally like to do absolutely everything in a game. Yeah. So, for me. But that's, you know, obviously that's an opinion. Cheers. Okay. All right. Moving on. Will, go ahead. My article is on Kotaku, and it is about the Mass Effect 3 DLC that leaked onto the Xbox Live Marketplace. I think it was Tuesday that this happened. And I didn't read any about the article because I didn't want to be spoiled about anything with the DLC. I don't know. I don't want there to be, like, a squad member or missions and have a detailed uh, description about it. So I don't want to get spoiled by it. And I'm just wondering, why is all this stuff happening to Mass Effect? Like, their main story leaked onto the internet, and now their DLC got <laughs> leaked on Xbox Live. I don't know. I don't feel like that's happened to a lot of other no, games. No, I not remember. I think it's part of the hype machine. Do you think that they did that on purpose yeah. just to... Yeah, I think it's calculated. Nah, I wouldn't say. I don't know. The think, story, I don't uh, think they accidentally leaked the story, or accidentally on purpose leaked the story. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they're trying to throw people off. Maybe it's misinformation i doubt it the thought that that came to my mind when you said the hype machine dan was like i don't feel like it's being hyped maybe i'm wrong as much as like skyrim but maybe like skyrim doesn't have as much of a story going for it you know what i mean yeah it's a different kind of hype yeah Yeah. it's like oh i can't wait to see the exciting conclusion to 
I actually forgot to bring up in my quick hits that I I wanted to point out. Everybody should watch the Mass Effect. Uh, what is it called? Take back. The Take Earth. back the Earth. Take back the Earth trailer. Oh, it's beautiful. It's awesome. Beautiful. And I'm not as big of a Mass Effect fan as you guys. I, I sat, like it, but I salivated while yeah. I watched it, and it's I had a boner. Pretty people, awesome. People cried. Yeah, I could have <laughs> cried. I could have cried. <laughs> I, I read somebody tweeted something like, "If it doesn't pull at your heartstrings, you don't have a soul," or something <laughs> I saw like that, that too. Yeah. Yeah, it is, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely Just don't take it. combat out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you filthy whore. <laughs> oh, I can't okay. believe that woman. Well, thank, yeah. thanks the, for that, Will. The gall yep. of her. God. All right, Corey, go ahead. My article was on Forbes, written by Paul Tassie, and it's called The WGA's Writing Guild. That's the Writing Guild's um, Baffling Video Game Writing Award. And he talks about the award going to... Uncharted 3 uh-huh. won it this year, uh, which at first glance is, seems fine, but he says, <clears throat> The winner of the WGA award this year was Amy Hennig, who scripted Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception. The series has always tried to be cinematic and has a script to match, but is it really the best written game we had in 2011? The Uncharted series always makes its characters believable, and the dialogue sounds natural enough, but there's no real depth to the stories. So he goes on to list the other games that were nominated, and this is where... This is where things get a little funky. Because the games that were nominated... Sorry, I haven't... Don't even give me... The games that were nominated are... <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Revelations. Uh, okay, yeah. maybe. Batman Arkham City. Okay, yeah. maybe. Brink. And Wait. I'm sorry. Brink. I could have sworn you said Brink. I said Brink. And Mortal... What was that even about? Mortal Kombat. What? Wait, wait, wait. Well, now I can see why I won. <laughs> yes. All of a sudden. Well, those were the nominees. <laughs> so... Yeah, he goes on to say the presence of these two titles talking about Brink and Mortal Kombat is only further confounding when seeing that titles like Portal 2 and Deus Ex Human Revolution are conspicuously absent. What about Gears of War? These two games had incredibly engaging stories and scripts that would be the only ones that could be considered on par with an actual Hollywood feature. And I agree with that 100 percent. Yeah. Huh. To say that Mortal Kombat was better written than Portal 2's hilarious GLaDOS and Wheatley, or that Brink had a more interesting story than the espionage and futuristic intrigue of Deus Ex isn't just wrong, it's idiotic. Yep. Using their quality metrics, I'm amazed Duke Nukem Forever didn't get a nod. Uh, now, what was the name of the awards again? It's the Writer's Guild. They're on to something. Yeah. That's I like it. Bullcrap. No, I think well, it's... <clears> well, because they didn't pick Portal 2. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Ken. Because no, I, I only know a couple of these games, but Mortal Kombat was nominated for an award for writing. Yep. <laughs> like, well, Ken, like get with over here. Yeah. I mean, that's sheer Like, seriously, how hard is that to say? Like, uh, okay. I, I mean, Arkham City at least was written by a comic book writer and it made sense and it had flow to Great it. Great game, and, but oh, I yeah, oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, if you're saying in comparison to some nominees, yeah. Okay, Brink. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, Mortal. I'm just having flashbacks of the movie. <laughs> no, I'm right. thinking like no, yeah, you're you're right on oh, with man. the with the new game. I mean, I don't think there was anything special about the new game. You uh, played it a little bit, yeah, the story I beat bits it. or anything. I, I mean, story. I mean, it was all right for a fighting game, and it's not it just was... story. A lot of writing is dialogue as well, and I think that's kind of the point he's trying to make with Portal Two. The dialogue in that great game is awesome compared mm-hmm. to any other game. Surprise, Modern mm-hmm. Warfare Three isn't on there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Okay, good point. You know, you see, you see Uncharted, and he's right. It's very cinematic, and it feels like a movie. But that doesn't mean the writing's good. It just right. feels like a movie. Yeah. And that's like the the safe choice to choose. So, hmm. well, I know what's going to win it next year. Me three. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can only hope. If anything else wins, I'm, I'll 
I'll shit my pants. Know, Dan, I'll shit heard, my pants on air. I heard Brink 2's coming out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay, anyway, that brings me to the next story. I know Mass Effect's getting a lot of love, but it's coming out pretty soon. So, yeah. uh, My story is from EO9.com by Kyle Munkatrick. Munkatrick. Um, it's called Why Mass Effect is the Most Important Science Fiction Universe of Our Generation, which is a pretty lofty claim. Yeah. Very lofty yeah, claim, I should say. Um, I'm actually not going to read a lot of the article. It's a very long article. Um, I'm, I'm probably doing it injustice by summarizing, but I'm going to summarize it a little bit. I'll actually post this one, too, because it's a very long art- article, and it's a very good article, so everyone should read it, especially people who are interested in Mass Effect. But um, The author says that, uh, obviously, Star Trek versus Star Wars is the main, um, sure. most, for most, most important science fiction battles. Uh, for more important science fiction universe, um, but he's he's one of his points is sci-fi is one of the best forms of social satire, mm-hmm. um, and that the other universes only pick two or three topics that they that they talk about um, in any given episode or right. or even in the entire arc of the story they only pick two or three things to comment about. But Ma- Mass Effect because it's a video game can touch on all those different things. It's got sure. a lot more of an attention span to it um the medium itself is a is a reason why it's the greatest science fiction thing of our generation um simply because of the fact of the rendering um a human being requires the same amount of of work to render as in any alien so uh it doesn't require you know for movies or film or movies or tv i should say doesn't require hours of makeup or really expensive cgi right um to get them and so it feels like you're in a universe that's really populated with aliens whereas you watch especially like uh even star wars you know all the main characters are like humans oh yeah, yeah. um wearing suits yeah well not only that but um like humans in like positions of, no no humans just humans oh yeah and you know as a lot of the main characters and and people in positions of power um, that doesn't really feel. That's true. You yeah, know, alive. That's a good point. Uh, Mass Effect does a good job because humans are kind of like. I mean, I know Shepard's the the main character in the story you're playing, but really the human humanity just like kind of got into the the galactic citadel, mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of frowned upon for their brashness as a species. Yeah, you know. So I think that's kind of, that's kind of cool. It makes you makes you uh, get into it a little bit. You know. Uh, where did I, what else did I put? Well, even all the other playable characters. I mean, you were talking about right. Yeah, I mean, they talk about the ratio, like diversity, especially the ratio of of humans to um to aliens is like one to one. Same thing with the the ratio of male to female is also one to one. Uh, diversity is a is a big thing in Mass Effect. Um, another thing you can do is as Commander Shepard, you can be a female. You can be a black. You know, you could you could be gay. And, uh, you know, you can't do that in, in, you know, we'll take Star Trek. You know, Picard is Picard, whether you like it or not. You know, you can't go back through Star Trek and play Picard as a female, you know. So that's another reason. You can't role play him. Lord knows I've tried. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. So like I said, this is a very long article. It's very deep, very well thought out. Um, Definitely read it. But, I mean, what do you guys think? You think there's any? I know Ken's a movie guy. What do you think? I I know you haven't played Mass Effect, but... Yeah, I was trying to think of what else could be. Well, I, Star Wars is obviously one of the bigger ones, uh, but I think the the newer. I mean, we would have to compare it to the newer Star Wars movies. No, no, no. which <laughs> no. 
Sorry. I'm, Bad. Yeah. yeah. No, they're horrible. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Jedi's yeah. deserve whatever they get for letting Jar Jar become <laughs> power. I'm sorry. I, no, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. Yeah, I wouldn't even say Star Wars is this generation, really. I no, the, the the only one I could think of that I, that I would even compare that could compete with Mass Effect is Doctor Who. Oh yeah, because I really like the Doctor Who universe. Uh, Doctor Who might be a better choice. I don't know if we're talking about social satire. Well, no, we're talking about the but in general, just it being the most important, important science fiction universe. Well, I think social satire would be a good metric. Yeah, no, I agree. For that, and I, Doctor Who does a very good job of that. It does, Being absolutely. of diversity, it does that very gracefully, Yeah, which is hard to do in TV nowadays. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, yeah. But so. that's that's the only one I could think of that you could even yeah. compare that could, right. that could come close to. Because they mentioned uh, Battlestar Galactica, uh, Ender's Game, Xenogenesis, Farscape, Dune, Firefly, and Stargate among Star Trek versus Star Wars, but I don't think any of those compare those to Doctor Who. Those are all older, too. I mean, when we're talking, like, current generation, I'm thinking, like... You know, this century at least. Yeah. Like all those books, Dune and Ender's Game, those are all old Yeah, old those books. are from the 60s, right? Probably, yeah, I think so. 60s or 70s. But yeah, but who, yeah, who is probably the most like for just the different elements every week? I mean, it's always a different yeah. subject they're touching on. Yeah. Those shows that you just mentioned, they kind of stick to one format and they cover a couple episodes yep. of the same one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I would say probably Doctor Who would be. Yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, that's I would the, agree. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah, brainstorming earlier, I was like, that's really the. Only- I mean, I don't know, like, I don't know a lot of these other ones, but uh, I know Firefly was very, very small, very narrow, only because it's it was only they had a movie and then what yeah. twelve episodes or something. Yeah, well, even within those episodes, there was. I mean, it was very well. It was it was very entertaining, right? But right, I don't right. think that's Josh Wheaton, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's pretty straightforward with his right. stuff. He doesn't really stretch out like. Yeah, there's not much depth to it, really. Yeah. Battlestar Galactica, maybe. Maybe See, early. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Yeah, the early the, seasons. The, yeah, maybe the early seasons of the remake, but not later on. No. Bears Beats. Bears Beats. Battlestar Galactica. One of the things I like that this... this... Oh, Twilight. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, he, okay, Good here's one, one of the Cora, things... you can head out. One of yeah. the things I was thinking about when I was reading this is I was like, okay, well, I've lately I've gotten to like science fiction a lot more than fantasy because I feel like in fantasy you have a lot more conventions that you can't mess with, and I think... I might have mentioned this before, but like I get kind of pissed off when when you mess with conventions, like the the vampires thing being sparkly right. in the sunlight. Yeah. That's ridiculous and stupid, and I don't like it. Um, same thing with the werewolves Damn, not actually being hot. werewolves. Okay. I, I just can't. I can't get. I can't get behind that. But at the same time, like a lot of times, I don't like it because it's some of the fantasy worlds can be like less than creative. Right. So I guess I'm kind of a hypocrite in that fact. But like science fiction, really, you can have whatever you want sure you know there's, there's no conventions really yeah fantasy is more like cookie cutter these days exactly like everybody really sees is. one and then they jump on it yeah. yeah i mean more it's like the wb based stuff or mm-hmm. cw where the hell it's called now yeah yeah, yeah. all the all, all the vampire shows yeah, just piss me off but anyway no that's a good article i'd yeah i'd, I'd be I, yeah I, I will post it on our thing definitely read it one of the other things i liked about it is they talk a little bit about humanity and its place in the universe how we think we're a lot more important than we really are yeah and they um, do they do talk about that quite quite in depth and yeah which is kind of funny yeah uh i i thought that was good well, that's why hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy is so great right, right they have right. to destroy earth to put up a highway <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, definitely read that article. Like I said, it's a really long article. I could have, uh, I could have uh, gotten into it more, but it, I'll let you read it and decide. And let let you I mean let us know what you think. Obviously, 
Um, I'm obviously kind of biased because I love Mass Effect. But you love Doctor Who as but well. But I do love Doctor Who as well, yes. So <laughs> it, it's a toss-up. I mean, I guess I get more involved with Mass Effect because I play the game. So, you know. So, yeah. I hear you. All right. Well, that'll do it for news. We're going to take a quick break, like usual, and be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 31 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played this week segment, so I will let Eric go first. What do you got for us, Eric? Trip, trip, trip. Caught me mid-text. I know you got... I'm trying to get a hold of Tyler. Oh. Piece of shit intern never shows up anymore. So uh, I rehired him Tyler. after we fired him last week because he took my dog out for me. Oh, I was going to go. say, didn't, wasn't there a reason why you rehired him? Yeah, he took my dog out to poop for me. <laughs> Which any dog owner knows sucks, so... yeah. Okay. Especially in the winter. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, I played a lot of UFC, which we talked about. Uh, Twisted Metal. Corey, you can help me talk yeah. about this. Uh, I bought the new Twisted Metal. That was the game I bought with my PS3. Um, I like it. I don't love it. I think I'm I'm right there with you on that. Yeah, I like it. I think it was a lot of fun playing co-op with Corey. Um, yeah, we did the story mode co-op. Yeah, I can't talk too much about it because I didn't play it other than what I played with Corey. I think I may have played a little bit with somebody else. Um, yeah, the controls are, are pretty hard, which is something I know a lot of people are having issues with. A couple of my friends said they tried the demo and they just thought the controls were ridiculous, so they didn't try it. Uh, well, Tyler just walked in. Boo! Hi, Tyler. <laughs> um, yeah, so the controls are, the controls are tough. There's a ton and of, like, weapons and... The thing about the controls is they don't help you with anything. No. They don't tell you anything. There's no, like tutorial or you no. know an indication of press this button right. to use this button there's a little bit because when you pick up a weapon doesn't it say this is how you switch yeah is kinda. there even that i don't even remember kind of yeah and like you said we felt like we weren't getting in depth with the game at all we were at just all. like shooting and we looked at the manual and we saw all these different things you can yeah. do with the controls that just aren't explained to you in the game at all which is intimidating to me to play online because i feel like the people that play online probably do know most of the controls yeah. and i just get my shit wrecked right and to me, that's just bad game design. I agree. You should with be you. able to jump into a game and have no problem. I agree. Learning. 
the controls. But but at the same token, I'm usually pretty forgiving when it comes to video games, mm-hmm. and I like the game. Um, it's it's twisted metal, like it's mayhem on wheels. Yeah, missiles. Yep, jumping and crashing into shit. And what do you think about the turning system? It's interesting. It's different. I love it. I like it too because you don't you don't actually turn. You turn. You can turn to the left and the right slightly, but if you press the X button, it does like, it's a, like 90, a power slide. Yeah, it's like a power slide. It's like a quick ninety degree turn. But you can, instead of being able to go in reverse, you can like power slide from like standing still. Oh, there's no reverse. No, there's no reverse. You don't go backwards in Twisted Metal. But I love that. For some reason, I think it works really yeah. well. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought that worked very well. I, I think it helps that. with aiming, mm-hmm. tracking opponents down, because you turn a lot faster than you would if you had to like sit there and go in reverse and pull a K-turn, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, I did try some online. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I did fare to okay. When I tried it the next time, when uh, a different friend was over, I got my ass kicked and came in dead last. Nice. So. Well, that's because people got better in right, that span yeah, of time. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I did want to talk about the storyline that Corey and I played through. Um, Sweet Tooth, who's like the main character, for those of you that don't know, he's like this crazy guy with a, a clown mask. He's this big muscular dude, and his head's on fire somehow. Um, but he drives an ice cream truck around. What you find out in the story, because I don't remember any of the other games, so this is Mm-mm. only cl- strictly based off of this game. Yep. Um, he drives ice cream truck, and the story. Can, can I spoil it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you, it's, it's, we can talk about what happens in the beginning of the game. That's not going to spoil anything. Okay. Well, th- his storyline. Oh. Yeah, well, he goes crazy. He goes crazy and kills his family. Kills his family, and his daughter gets away. Right. Basically, you see, it. it's like, is it live action? Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's live action actors, but it's it's really heavily stylized. It looks it, awesome. It, yeah, it does look really awesome. There's a lot of CGI going on on top of the live action. Huh. And I don't know, what, what would you compare it to? It's like a, it's like a Coldplay music video if they did, like, horror, you know? <laughs> All right. I could see that, yeah. You know what I mean? It's intense. Dramatic. Gory, yeah, bloody. and Very bloody. Um, yeah, so basically he kills his family off, and, like, you don't know it's his daughter at, at, at the beginning. You just think it's, like, some random girl that gets away from him trying to kill her. Then as the story progresses, um, you find out it is his daughter, and he's trying to track her down to kill her. And that's his reason for wanting to win the Twisted Metal tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, because so, the, whoever runs it will give him right, his daughter. Calypso. Calypso's in charge of the tournament, Calypso. and if, he, if you win... He wishes you, or he grants your one wish, and his wish That's is right. to find his daughter and kill her. Is he still in a tank? Calypso? Yeah. Uh, actually, it's different now. Uh, this is another criticism I heard of the game. It's not, the drivers aren't specific to one car. Oh. And actually, you don't pick the driver. You only pick the car. Really? You, you can pick, they call them groups, I think. I don't know if there's even like a power-up bonus that you get for the group you pick. Uh, there's dolls. Um. Priests, I think, was one of them, or something like that. I don't remember any of that. Um, yeah, it's because it's not important. <laughs> so I'm gonna quit talking about it. Well, one of the one of the the main features of the game is that you can switch cars yeah, during the match. You get you you get to pick two cars, and you can go to the garage. Like mm-hmm. if you're running low on health, there is health around the map, but it's limited. You can go to what they call a garage and switch a car out, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And there's a helicopter in this one. Nice. Um, is is Spectre in it? Which one's he? I don't know, but he it, was in a white like sports car in Twisted Metal Two. Well, there's more stuff to unlock, is another thing. There is a, there's stuff to unlock. I don't I don't know. His car would be in it, not yeah, the character. Yeah, it's it, it'd be it's a white like sports car with blue stripes. It's very possible. Fires ghost missiles. I'm not positive though. Homing missiles. One you heard it was as a criticism. We both kind of liked it. Was the race? 
Yeah, the race. Battle race, it was called. Yeah. You Basically, you have to go through, um, you race everybody. You can still hit each other with missiles and whatnot. And you have to go through gates. And at the end, you get to this, it's like a bomb gate, which sets off, it kind of like activates bombs that are strapped to each vehicle. And if you're the first one back to the to the start line, it kills everybody else. And you, we had to win one of those races to, mm-hmm. to advance the story. Actually, Corey was really good at it. I came in about dead last, I thought. Well, when uh, when we started doing it, we weren't really sure what it was all about. Yeah. And I had been driving Junkyard Dog, the yeah, big truck. Yeah, it was like a big tow truck. That didn't work too well for a race. No. So I switched to the more sporty car. I don't even remember what it was. I don't know. I can't remember. And you were the you were the motorcycle I dude. I was the motorcycle. And you just got the molly. <laughs> little little too light. Yeah, like I was flying off the... the the cliffs and yeah, because it was cause on a canyon, ridges. like yeah, uh-huh. going down the canyon into like a small town, and then cu- you had to come back to set the bomb off. Right. So you were, if you were real fast, you still had to go through everybody to get back. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people were annoyed by the race. I th- I really liked it. it I thought cool. it was fun. Huh. Um, yeah, but Sweet Tooth story was great. I loved it for like just being like a car demolition game. I thought the story was awesome. Yeah, and David Jaffe, the lead designer on the game, was the one that was saying, like, story doesn't matter and stuff, and yeah. it's unimportant. And, like, I thought, yeah, I loved it. I thought I, it was great. It I was, couldn't it was, wait to see what happened. It was super simple, but just the way they presented it uh-huh. was really cool. Mm-hmm. So so I'm excited to play more of the story mode for that. But, yeah, I mean, it's Twisted Metal. You know what you're getting. You should at least know what you're getting. It's really not much different. No. Than, I think the controls are probably the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's probably a huge difference. I don't remember the old games, so I can't really say. But right. I would assume it's a pretty big difference because it's confusing. Okay. But dig in, get you know, dig into the controls. PS3 owners should right. give it a try. Yeah, I, w- I would recommend. I'd say seven, seven and a half out of ten. Rental. It. Yeah, rent it first because I could see why you wouldn't like it. Right, red box. Definitely it is it is in the red box. I looked today. There you go. So, there you go, yeah. All right, what else did I play? Shapers. I can't even remember. <laughs> That's okay. Um Pixel Junk Side Scroller, <laughs> which is uh I think I said before it's like an arcade type of game. It's 10 bucks on PS. The reason I downloaded it is because on kotaku.com they have their list of uh best games for each um console. And that was one of the ones on the PS3, so I downloaded it. It's it's an arcade type game. You have you can play co-op. You're each like a little spaceship looking thing that can fire three different types of weapons, and you can upgrade them. I think up to five times each while you're going around shooting stuff. But there's obstacles along the way. Uh, this is kind of hard to explain. You'd have to really play this one, and it's worth playing. Mm-hmm. I really really liked it. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. Corey and I were playing it on casual, and we didn't beat the first level. <laughs> And we ended up giving up. Pretty quick. Yeah, later on that night, uh, Billy came over and we played it. We got, actually, we beat the first, uh, there's like three three sections to each level. So there's 1-1, one 1-2, one, one 1-3. We beat that one, and then we beat 2-1, two, 2, and 3. So we're on the last one, as far as I know. I don't you know can you save can... in that? Yeah, it's like an autosave oh, okay. thing. That's good. Once you beat it, it saves it, whatever. But yeah, I would recommend that game. It's really cool if you're just looking for something to play. What was it, 10 bucks? Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Yeah, it was definitely worth it. And the last thing that I played was Flower. Yeah. Uh, which, Corey, how would you describe Flower? There's no words. There's not. It's There's uh, no words. it's an experience. There's the music is beautiful. Yep. Um, it's Zen gaming. It is. It is. And, you know, I mean, you're a flower petal. 
Yep. And you go around being blown by the wind by holding any button down. Yeah, you control the wind by right. pressing any button on the controller. The wind speed. Yep. And you use the six-axis <laughs> six controller to right. steer the flower pedal. Yeah. So it's really just one button and you steer. Um, you may not want to be in your normal state of mind when you play it. I'm not going to confirm or deny what kind of state I was in. But, <laughs> you know, it's that kind of game. Right. For that kind of gamer, yeah, it's it's good to it's a good chill out game. I think would be the way absolutely. To put it. Yeah. I I had to clean the bathroom while Corey was over, so I didn't get in trouble with my wife. And I said, Corey, I'm just gonna leave you here, and I'm gonna leave flower soundtrack on. Yep, perfect. It was perfect. It's perfect. It's got a really, yeah, it, very nice. The way it works is you you can. <laughs> Ken's baffled over here. <laughs> I, yeah, I I'm at a loss for words. I think I have another Final Fantasy like. It's not. It's right not now. even like like. It's one of those things you have to see. Yeah, and experience. You, you have to experience it yourself. Talking about it won't do it any justice. Not at all. Not even close. The graphics are pretty sweet. It's too. it's really awesome to look at. Yeah. And hear. Yeah, like you you just get mesmerized and by feel it. because you it's the all music, your senses. The music, like you go around and when you hit the new flowers, it adds a note. Yeah, ding. That's funny. Ding, 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 you, you, this is gonna make me sound really stupid, but the first time I ever played it, I looked at Corey and I go, Corey, you know, what would be awesome is if every time you hit a flower petal, it played a different note. And he goes, That's exactly what it's doing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah, but definitely check that game out for ten bucks. I think it's totally worth it. Yep, in American money, I don't know. Yeah, ten dollars for flower, ten dollars for pixel junk side scrollers. You've got yourself one sweet evening. It's not even ten dollars for flower. It's like ten dollars for free therapy, really. Perfect. That's I mean that's exactly what it is. And I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Journey uh, is coming out in March, and that's made by the same company. So that's why I'm super it. excited. I'll for get that. it day of. Me too. For oh, sure. is that about the guy walking in the desert? It's a woman. It's a woman. Woman, yeah. I believe. Yep. I think, yeah. It is a woman. Um, yeah, and that's really all I know about it. She floats through the desert. Floats through the desert. And there's a multiplayer. The multiplayer, I think, kind of works like Dark Souls. Well, you, you'll randomly encounter awesome. people who are playing at the same time. <laughs> oh, and yeah. You, you can help each other a okay. little bit in some way. God, and, like, good. all you can do is wave is, like, your signal. So. I can't wait for that game, to but, yeah, be honest with you. I'm, I'm super pumped. Uh, but, yeah, try all those games that I mentioned. Uh, but go ahead and buy the last two. Rent Twisted Metal first. I would say for sure. Okay. Corey, you'd say too, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's what I played. All right. And well, I, I hope to come back with some more Twisted Metal next week. Sounds good, man. Will, go ahead. Um, I just played a lot more Final Fantasy VII. I started the weekend with, I think, 12 hours of gameplay, and I'm at, like, 37. Wow. Yeah. Nice work. But I did not beat it, so I don't want to talk about it until I've beaten it. Okay. But I'm on the last boss. Mm-hmm. But I love that game so much. It's a good one, huh? And I said to myself, if I didn't beat it, I wasn't going to talk about it. I didn't get a chance to beat it. Uh, well, next, we week. Could, next week we can talk about it. Yeah, right, I guess. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So that's all I played, really. Okay. It's a lot of that. Maybe I'll revisit some FF7 before. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> oh, it's such a great game. <laughs> all right. You know, it really is. <laughs> yeah, did you buy it yet? No, I bought Final Fantasy VI. You should buy seven and Tactics. No, I'm going to start with six and go from there. <laughs> I like Tactics. I've played that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Corey, go ahead. Uh, I played a little more Ticket to Ride, which I talked about last week, and I started to like it a little bit more. I realized just how addicting. Is it addicting or addictive? Or it's both? addictive. Both? Yeah, it's both. How addictive? doesn't matter. How addicting. You're the English major. Yeah. Uh, minor, I, dro- I dropped minor. out of college, so I, I don't know why you're asking <laughs> me. And I took. I guess I should probably know, too. Yeah. 
You're go on, calm, go on. You're a calm guy. Go on. Communications. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I played more Ticket to Ride. Uh, very addictive, and I kind of realized some of the strategy that goes along with it. I talked about it last time. I just felt like it was, you know, just like a silly thing. But there's a little bit of strategy involved. So I will improve my review of that last week just by saying that. Uh, I played more Amalur, and let me tell you, I got super bored with it. Mm-hmm. Super bored with it. And everything Adam Sessler said, I wouldn't necessarily agree with. Remember we talked about Adam Sessler's review yeah. and how way off he was. wouldn't necessarily agree with all everything he said, but I feel like he touched on some things that it does feel a little bit repetitive mm-hmm. because I'm trying to do everything. And I really felt like it was just doing the same thing over and over again. I got super bored yeah. after we talked about it and everything. Right. And I was really excited to play more. I don't know what it was. I felt like after we talked about it, I just kind of put it to bed. And now that I'm going back to play it more... That's I what I felt like. I was almost like we talked about it so much that I almost didn't want to play it anymore. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we did a good job with that. I did my work. We, we had a good talk. Yep. <laughs> are, are we ruining games for ourselves? Yes. Yeah. Because I didn't it. play Skyrim anymore either. Me neither. And is that partly because your wife? No. Monopoly? Or I was would... that partly because Star Wars came out? I'd have put her in her place if I had to. That's true. Uh, I stopped playing Skyrim after we talked about it. I stopped playing Star Wars after we talked Same about it. Same here, You didn't like Skyrim, though. This is a breakthrough. I wouldn't say I didn't like it. I had my problems with it. Right. Which were, yeah, that, uh, that's part of the reason, I guess. But anyway, I just got just got bored with it. I got to Rathir, and mm-hmm. I was doing all these quests. And, I mean, the quests aren't terrible. They're not super boring. But it's just like once you do so many of them, it's it's like nothing's different. Yeah. You know? Um, and I just realized I don't really want to play this anymore. Yeah. Well, one of the criticisms of the game is that you your character really doesn't have that much effect on the on the world. Um, whereas that's something I think Fable gets right is that you do have an effect on the world and yeah. stuff you do um, does influence the the events in the in the world you know in the game. The thing I try to keep in mind about Amalur is that it was their first effort, and yeah. for a first effort, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's just uh, I mean that's kind of what I was getting at with with when I said there was so much going on, it was kind of distracting. Yeah, and like somebody who's OCD like me has to do everything yeah. unless I you know declare that Active, i'm not actively yeah. skip stuff yeah so it just got to be too much and it's like this will go on for another 30 hours of me doing these little quests yeah um and occasionally mixing in some some main story stuff yeah and it just it didn't excite me enough for me to keep playing right so you done done or you're gonna revisit it later who knows Corey's gonna trade it in tomorrow probably it's, i'm playing will's copy so I'm he, he's gonna, gonna tra- he's gonna trade it in tonight i was gonna probably. say he's gonna trade in will's copy <laughs> kill you Aha. <laughs> uh and then i played a new game on my iphone I'm trying to buy one a week and try it out uh feed me oil is a pretty sweet iphone game i saw that yeah it's it's a physics uh physics based puzzle game and the way it works is there's this big tube of ooze and you press the tube of ooze and it squirts the ooze out but you have to get the ooze into a designated well somewhere on the screen and you do that by using various tools there's like a plank you can use uh and each level gives you a different number of tools and type of tools. So there's like a plank you can use, a fan that blows the oil up, these little spinny things that spin the oil in a circle. And, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good game. I think it was only a buck, and for a buck, it's to me it's as good as Angry Birds, that kind of right. good. So oh, wow. it's worth it for a buck. Uh, and it's hard. Like, some of the puzzles are really hard, which is good because um, some of those games are pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to get an iPhone. You burn through them pretty quick. To try some of these games because yeah. Android market blows, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, f- yeah, Feed Me Oil has great reviews on in the iTunes store and everything. So that's why I got it. And, uh, yeah, it was only a buck. So I uh, already talked about Twisted Metal. Got online to play a little Halo Anniversary. Do you want me to wait to talk about that? When no, you go do? ahead. Um, sucked. It 
was the worst experience of my life. <laughs> What'd you get with your ass whooped? Yes, and it wasn't even fun. I was just so freaking miserable. That's why we got to play with us. And I'm like, this is why I don't play these games online, uh-huh. and it, I just remind myself that I'm never going to. <laughs> it was miserable. It was no fun. Did hmm. you have a better experience than me? I did. Anyway. Wait. Maybe it was when I was playing, because I was playing at, like, it was Sunday night, I think. Was I playing Sunday night? I don't even know. Sunday night late, like after midnight. Yeah, I usually play late. I don't know if I played Sunday, but I played a few nights. Yeah. So Maybe it was Saturday. I don't know, but I just got killed. It wasn't even fun. Well, I should – well, I'll go into my games, and I'll I'll, I'll start – are you done? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, go ahead then. Uh, also played Arkham Asylum. I played a lot of games. Not for also. very long, though. Uh, Arkham Asylum I played. I played like the first hour, hour and a half. It's a pretty, pretty good game. Um, I wouldn't say I loved it right off the bat, but then again, I didn't play it very much. But it is cool. I think that's a good word to describe it, like that the combat and stuff. It. It's, it's yeah. all very cool. You've played those, right, Ken? Oh, yeah, religiously. Like, just just being Batman and pretty much doing anything Batman does is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole detective mode thing where you can track stuff, yeah. and I followed the guy's scent of alcohol yep. through, <laughs> and then that, what's her name? What's the girl's name? The Cat, bad? Catwoman? Harley Quinn. Harley oh, Quinn. Harley Quinn yeah. She drops the elevator, and it destroys it, so I have to go up by using my, what do they call them? Bat claws. Bat claws. That's all fun. That's that's fun. Yeah, yeah I'll probably I'll probably revisit that. And I played Rocksmith. I got Rocksmith oh, yes. on the PS3. Uh, plugged in Will's guitar because I'm pretty sure my guitar has been missing strings for years. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I had a real good time with it. Um, just a second. I gotta call something up here. I'm super pumped to to try that. By the way. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so when it, when I started up, the first thing it had me do was make some noise on the guitar just to make sure everything was working, and it says it on the screen. And then I did a tune-up, and then it had me play through the strings, and it tuned them all for me. That's but cool. But they had really good feedback. Like, you'd play a string, and if it was in tune, it'd make, like, this cool, like, riff, and there'd be, like, a drum, <laughs> and you do the next one. It was really rewarding. It was a good start. Um, And it's, like, this stoner bro that talks to you. He's like, Congratulations on tuning your guitar. Now we're gonna do this, this, and this. Somebody just got done <laughs> playing Flower. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's it's the game is a lot like uh, like Rock Band and uh, Guitar Hero and stuff. The way they do the career mode and all that, uh, except it's a real guitar that you're playing. And the first song I played was uh, the Stones. I can't get no satisfaction. And then I played. Next Girl by the Black Keys. Don't know. Any of you guys like the Black Keys? Not familiar with it. A little bit. Um, and it's fun. And the way it works is it adapts to how well you're playing. Um, so if you're playing it really well, it'll make it a little bit harder on you. If you're really sucking, it makes it really easy. And to start, yeah. you're just playing, like, one note here and there. Um, and then it gets a little more complex, and you're playing, like, riffs and chords and stuff. Do you, do you think it has helped you be better at guitar? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it, and that's what I, somebody, I think you might have asked me if you would like it. And I said it was, it's perfect for people like you and me who have played a guitar. Like we can play some songs, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of know our way around the guitar a little bit and how to move our fingers, but we don't, we're not like masters of guitar. You know what I mean? I we, we don't know like the music theory or Amateur anything like that. Amateur guitarists. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, it's perfect for people like us, people that want to be good at guitar. Right. Um, but are impatient. Yeah. That's exactly. Um, so I did this thing called an event, and uh, at the event you perform all the songs that you've learned in that round in a row, uh, and if you do them well, you get to play an encore. <clears throat> so I did the encore, and it was, uh, I can't remember, Angela or something like that? Do you guys know that song? Who's it by? I can't remember. No. There's Angie by the Rolling Stones. Mm-mm. Angie! It was Angela. Angie! 
I can't remember what it's it was. Not that one. Yeah. But anyway, after I beat that event, they invited me to a new venue that I got to go. So I started off doing like basement shows and then I was doing this place called the Mouse Hole. And I guess it just builds you up more and more. Was the living room on there? Not I haven't gotten to the living room yet. <laughs> little little place in Rhode Island. But in, the, in the industrial section of Providence. <laughs> One of the events I did, I did uh, the encore so well that I got to do a double encore. And it was the, the Strokes Under Cover of Darkness, which is a great song. All and right. that was I was having so much fun because the crowd was really into it. And I felt like I was on stage playing guitar. Um, so that's cool. But what they do is they have a lot of fun, like, mini games. And the one I did was uh, it shows your, your fretboard, your, your frets on the screen. And ducks will fly up certain frets. And you have to quickly move to that fret and strum it to shoot the duck and so like the more you get the faster it'll go so you're like you, you're not supposed to look at the fretboard because you have to look at the tv it's like duck hunt almost. yeah sort of yeah and so you're you're just finding your frets through through doing that and they have a lot of mini games like that one was chord like i had to shoot uh, uh it was day of the no something with a pun with chords something stupid and i had to it would the chord would flash up on screen i have to play it really quick to shoot all the zombies that were on that chord just mini games like that, just fun ways to help you teach you guitar. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I think I've I think I've seriously improved, and eventually, once you get good enough, you're playing the actual songs mm-hmm. like with the actual 100%. chords and all that crap. Yeah, hundred percent. Awesome. Wow. And there's different ways you can play. You can play. Uh, there's combo, which is chords and just the notes, or you can play just the notes or just the chords. You can choose how you want to do the song. Hmm. Now, with someone like me who's maybe picked up a guitar once and. You know, slammed on all the strings and then put it down. Would would I get any use out of that? Would I could I learn how to play guitar on if, that? If you wanted to, because right. you're still it's still practicing. Like yeah. it's still painful at times. Right. Um, but like if you really want to learn guitar, I think it's a great tool for that. Okay. Yeah. So so, so like I mean it it would have a mode for someone like me who's maybe picked up a guitar a couple times. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And th- th- they uh, have tutorials of all the like techniques you can do like right. what, what's a hammer on what's a slide what's a you okay. know all that crap yeah so yeah it, it walks you through everything okay cool all right that all you got that's all i got okay cool um not that i was trying to get you to finish no anything, that's fine but, uh i also played a little bit of kingdoms of Amalur. i don't really have anything to report i only played it maybe for a couple hours since we recorded last i worked a lot on the weekend and um so didn't really play that i played the mass effect 3 multiplayer um I actually figured out, uh, I think right, pr- pretty much right after we finished recording this, that the only people that had access to the multiplayer when Eric did was the people who had played Battlefield 3. Uh, so that's why I had to wait two more days to, after that before I could play it. So um, I, I crucified EA. Um, they still deserve it, but, you know, I, I, I was wrong. So, but I don't, I don't take it back. Yeah. No, no apologies. <laughs> They don't deserve any apologies. No. I uh, I made an adept character, which uh, they're the ones that are heavy in the bi- biotic powers. Uh, the only one I had to start off with was Singularity that sucks everything into the little black hole. Um, it was okay. Uh, it the I feel like the, 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 the game mechanics translate well to the to the multiplayer, like the the four person co op, like almost like horde mode in Gears War Gears of War. Um. Uh, it got better. Like after I, after I finished my match, you know, you kind of level up your character. You get to you get to buy more gear and 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 got some more power. So my second second round of my yeah the second match, I guess I don't even know what it's called. 
yeah, second match with the with the different rounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot better because I had more weapons. I had p- weapon power-ups. I had more abilities. Especially as an adept, you don't really have a lot that you can do. Um, so I finally got my warp ability. Um, so that helped a what lot. What does warp do? Warp is the one that you throw. Oh, right, okay. I'm pretty sure I made the same character, Dan. Did you? I think so. Yeah. Um, but I, I, pl- I played with, you know, dudes I didn't know. I still had fun. I mean, it was. I think it would be better with friends. I know Eric didn't really care much for it. No. Um, but I really liked it. I'm, I'm actually interested to see how it ties into the, the storyline because apparently it's supposed to tie into the main story in the single player. I like that. Yeah, I'd like to see how it does that. Um, I think, you know, once you start unlocking more characters and more abilities and stuff, it, I think it would be really fun. Um, but I, that said, it's a multiplayer. I probably will play it for like a month and then be done with it. Um, whereas the game itself, the single player, I'll probably play for a while, you know. I, I spoke to somebody the other night that also played the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, and he mm-hmm. lo- like loved it. Did he? Was gushing over okay. it. And I was like, dude. I See, was like, have you ever played Gears 3 multiplayer? <laughs> and he's like, no, no. Gears 3 sucks. And I was like, well, yeah. your credibility has just gone out the window, yeah. first off. And I was like, you can't... For me, at least, I the gameplay is light years better, yeah. I felt like, on Gears 3. I don't uh... know. It's different. It's different. It's way but, different. But, man, I just, I was bored. I feel like the uh, Mass Effect is a lot more squad-based than Gears of War was. Mm. Um, especially especially the the third one, I feel like, is even more squad-based than, than the second one was. Um, but, I don't know. I, I, I liked it. I See, my problem was I didn't get to play it a lot because after, like, I had to quit during my match because my son was crying or right. re- ready for, he had woken up from his nap because I played that when he was napping. Um, and then when I went to play later, like, I couldn't find a match where that didn't get screwed up by people quitting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I only played it for maybe an hour, hour and a half. And like I said, I liked it. But that being said, it's a multiplayer and I won't, I won't play it for more than a month probably mm-hmm. anyway. I'd give it a so, second try, but I'd, yeah, I mean I it's know. it's definitely not for everybody. Like I love Mass Effect, so yeah. um, I was you know eating up the fact that I could make my own adept, and you know the the you can actually be different races for different characters. Um, you all the all the different character types have both the male and female um, that you can be, but then you they give you a couple different races to choose from, maybe three different races to choose from was, that you could be. Was Drell under the Infiltrator? I don't remember. It better be. I'll be so angry. It was on there for some of them, though. I remember seeing it for some of them. I don't. I don't remember which ones, but I hope it's Infiltrator. Um, I think that's all I have. But yeah, it, it was better when I started unlocking more abilities and stuff. Uh, the the first one was kind of hard because I was level one. I didn't have any abilities. I didn't have different guns or anything like that. So you just had one gun. Yeah, but we made it ten rounds the first. That's what I made it to. And then, then we all got wiped out. Because I think there was maybe two bosses on that, or three bosses. Two? Three of the big mech robots. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'd say about that. So, we got we got, we got got destroyed. Oh, but. God. I was the first guy to die on my team. Oh, yeah? yeah. I think I was the last one. I, I, I did all the... Uh, I stopped all the bombs or whatever it was. I don't remember what it was now. You're disarming the bombs? On yeah, the it was computers? either disarming bombs or something else. Yeah, I... I did well with that, but when we got to the bosses, I got my ass kicked. Yeah. Um, one of the things I actually do really like about it is the, you know, you need to have a, a variety of a party because different abilities take down different types of armor. 
um, the obviously the biotic armor gets taken down, or the the tech abilities take down like the is it the shields barrier barrier yeah I don't remember how it works exactly now because it's been a while since it's I like a Mass Effect triangle of yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah this will work good against that and so it's good to have a, a well rounded party so you can take down because some enemies have all the things covered and some enemies only have certain ones so. it's like Pokemon. Yeah, a little bit with the with elements. Earth gets water and water yeah. gets fire. Yep. And yeah, well, exactly I mean, like that. I say this about every game, but it would be more fun with people I know. Absolutely, absolutely. And you can set up your squad with them and all that yep. crap. Mm-hmm. And and you can coordinate a little bit better, I'm sure too. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I mean, I played it with three people I didn't know, and yep. I, I had fun with it. It wasn't great. It wasn't awful. So I yeah. But I, I'm gonna. I'll you know. Obviously, I'll be able to give it a better shake when when the game comes out right. so but i will give it a try definitely. which is right around the corner yes it is two, two weeks. weeks is it two weeks yeah. well two and a half i, I officially decided right. i'm not buying mass effect 3 only because i didn't beat the second one and i don't i definitely want to do that before i play mass effect 3 yeah no it's two um, weeks from yesterday oh, and okay mlb the show comes out the same day so i'm gonna get that word uh the last thing i played and what i spent the most time this week playing was halo reach Yay. Um, in preparation <laughs> for this weekend's festivities. Halo showdown, if you will. We're yeah. going to play some Halo this Friday. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a couple things I noticed when I played, uh, there's a lot more foreign players than I remember. Um, because I have to put in my, my headphones, because I usually play at night, and just the the like foreign people just shouting into the microphone <laughs> just like i don't like people shouting in the microphone anyway but when i can't understand what they're saying it makes it even worse yeah um will just I, goes through and mutes everybody right I, away that's what yeah. i should do not it's nothing no knock against foreigners i don't like it when anybody does that but when i don't when i can't understand <laughs> and at least at least make fun of the person back you know <laughs> oh you totally can't it can, sucks dude. um stick with it i noticed a lot more people quitting during matches than before um, I played a couple matches that were four against two, Ugh. three against one. Mm. Like, it kind of takes away from the game when when people, if they don't get a couple kills right away, they quit. Yeah, um, it's babyish. I gotta be honest with you. As much of an online gamer as I had become, I'm kind of not anymore. No, no. I think it's just it brings gone. you down. <laughs> It brings you down. Other than FIFA. It's right. like a, its own job to be good at games it is. online. It's exactly right. Yeah. you got to, like, because now, like you said, there's no point in starting now. No. Yeah. You're just going to lose. Yeah. You yeah. can't catch up. No. Nope. Um, and even if you wanted to catch up, it would be no fun for you for hundreds of hours. Oh, it's not worth it. Easy. Uh, I started, when I started out, I played maybe four or five matches where I was just awful. Mm-hmm. But then I got to be, I got used to the, the speed and everything. and Gotten a rhythm. Oh, yeah. I, I've done pretty well. Uh, one match I had, I think it was three on two, and I had 21 of my team's wow. kills. Wow. I think we lost like 50 to 38 or something, but I had That's 21. Typical. I was a plus 10, so I only had Atta 11 boy. deaths. Boy. Good, Good job, job, Dan. Thank you. Um, yeah, I did pretty well. Uh, better than I thought, especially after I mean, the last time I played Halo was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. And then before that, it was a long time, so not too bad. Uh, overall, I pretty I enjoyed it. Oh, one thing I don't like is the Slayer Pro when you don't have the other power-ups uh, or, yeah. or, yeah, other guns. Like, it just makes it feel like Call of Duty, and it sucks because I don't want everyone to just have a the DRM rifle. Right. You know, it, well, t- it takes the fun away from the game. because part of the fun is the power ups and all the different weapons yep. and grenades and vehicles. And the, for that yeah, matter. exactly. So that I, that sucks. 
How do you guys feel about that? I'm kind of the other way. You like, like the that. just this is straight up what same, everyone have the same weapon. Yeah. Well, you're also better at those kind of games for the most part. Uh, the other ones, not Halo. Well, what I, I like, feel like I'm pretty weak at. What Halo. I like about all those things is it gives you strategy. Yeah, you get to use your head a little bit yeah. rather than who's got the best shot. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Or who gets the first shot. Well, I'm a big fan you of can, tricking people too. Right. Exactly. And you can do that with the different weapons and vehicle, use vehicles to your advantage. And you know, I like using the the other guy. What is the the, the hologram? Hologram. It's my favorite. I like I like using that to trick people a lot. Isn't it so it, rewarding? Yeah, it is. And then I use the invisibility a lot too. I never really use the jetpack. No. Or armor lock. Jetpack. Jetpack. Is... When you see somebody flying with those, you like noob. Noob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you see them flying up, especially with a, a rocket launcher. Yeah, like that person sucks. Another thing I hate is the freaking sword. That oh. is such a bitch weapon. The energy sword. Yeah, I just want to after the after the match is over, I just want to be like, "Are you trying to impress people with your sword spree? Because you're yeah. not impressing anybody. Oh, no way one... to hide around that corner. Yeah, dickhead. exactly. Yeah. So I actually, after I had my experience with Halo Anniversary, I got online and typed into Google how to be better at Halo, and uh, a lot of people said always make a beeline to the power weapons to yeah. start. I never and do that. Use armor lock. Armor lock does work. Yeah. You got to be good with it, though. Right. That yep. does take some tactic. Yeah, I always time it so that when the armor lock goes off, I throw a grenade and yep. they blow mm-hmm. up. That's what you got to do. That's another thing they said to do is spam grenades. Yeah, a lot of people throw grenades. Oh, God. The main, the main thing I, that I did to get better is work on the DRM. Mm-hmm. You know, once you can get that, because a lot of, uh, of games were the, just the DRM. Right. That's what it's called, right? The DRM rifle. It's DMR, DMR, I think. DMR, yeah. DMR. Um, the DMR rifle, because then you're, you know, a lot of matches, that's the starting weapon. And if not, it's readily available. So sure. I use that a lot. I love that gun. I do too. Pistol. And anniversary. I, I can't really. I'm, I was I've never lost good my with touch. Pistol. I used yeah. to be really good with it, but anymore I'm better with the DRM. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also, I mean, we're talking about all these <laughs> different features of the games. Um, but that's why I like. Uh, the objective-based games too, yeah. Because it's not just who's who can kill the most people yeah. without dying. I, I spent most of my time doing Team Slayer. Yeah, I love me a good capture the flag match. Oh yeah, yeah. I should yeah. try that. I haven't done any capture the flag. It's all been Team Slayer. I was assuming that's what we were going to mostly do. Hell yeah, for man. Halo Showdown. I like those uh, stalemates. Oh, those ones that go on forever and ever. Yeah, you gotta hunt somebody down. Yep, get your flag back. That's what that's what life's all about. That's what it comes down to. Hunting. I've moved up from Captain Grade 1 to almost Major. Is that Ooh. the one after Captain Grade 3? Uh, I'm almost a Major, I think. I think that's what it is. I can't even remember. Major. I don't remember either. Well done, Not man. important. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but I think that's all I've got. We'll be sure to fill everybody in after our Halo showdown. I, I, think, I think I'll take, take some video with the flip and take some post, post it on our, our YouTube I page. I apologize ahead of time. I'll probably be shit-faced. Yep. So, Same here. Just so you know. <laughs> Looks like I'm taking it. No, I'll take the video. Okay. And I'll comment, you mean too. The, you mean the tournament? You taking the tournament? No, I said I would take the video if oh. Dan's capacitated. I, was say you won't I won't be incapacitated. <laughs> I'll be inebriated. That's Some, a better word. Somebody that's going asked me if we were playing for money, and I was like, no. <laughs> First of all, I don't have any money because yeah. I've got my goddamn tax return. <laughs> Isn't video game pride enough? It is for me. It is for me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just like to win. I don't need money. I don't, I don't need take, money as a reward. I don't want to take anybody's money. No, then it just gets personal. Yeah. I'm not putting my money down to play Halo. I know no. I suck at it. I'm not very good either. <laughs> if we're playing FIFA, I'll play for money. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm hoping because I practiced, I do decently. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, that was a low blow, Tyler. Yeah. First of all, he shouldn't be talking. Yeah, I hope none of our listeners heard that. I missed it. It He told me that I suck at FIFA. Oh, that's just not true. (laughs) You're almost Division One, right? Yeah. I don't know anybody in Division One. Do you think that's the the game you're best at online? At this point, definitely. Yeah. I haven't played any of the other ones in forever. If I got on Battlefield now, I'd get my ass whooped. Yeah. Call of Duty. And, yeah. What do you think is your your a cheat? What game do you think you were best at at any given time online? Call of Duty Four. Yeah. Is that the one with Overgrown? Yep. Yep. God, I could snipe like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. Those were the glory days. I was just gonna say it's like reminiscent about Brings the glory days. To, I've told the story before about when I was on Overgrown and killed like twenty guys straight yeah. in the same room. That was my crowning achievement of multiplayer <laughs> online gaming. What about you, Dan? What? Your what online game were you best at? It probably Halo Three. Yeah, that's the only one I played enough because I, I probably played that for like six months after it came out. Mm. Frequently too. Yeah. I played Halo Reach for maybe a month, and then I pick yep. it up occasionally. But I'd probably have to say Halo Three as well. Yeah. I I played that for like a year and a half after it came out. Oh really? Yeah. Well, what about you? Uh, Call of Duty World at War. Got to the tenth. Uh, you loved that game. Oh yeah. It was- it's one of my favorite called. It is my favorite Call of Duty, actually. It's a good one. Can mm-hmm. yeah. online NHL games? 11. Not really. No. No. Be honest. Uh, I don't blame you. It's yeah. a, it's a cruel mistress. It really. Oh, <laughs> it is an evil temptress of a bitch, isn't yeah. it? Yes, it is. Because oh. it can be the most fun, but the most frustrating at the same yeah, time. Yeah, especially you got like some like little twelve year old like oh, talking shit God. to you. That's when you go <laughs> find them and choke them. Yeah, like seriously, it's like, yeah, where are you? <laughs> well, I'm in my mom's house. Yeah, you're exactly. Sitting around baiting <laughs> you all day. Yeah. Baiting you. Corey, you're yes. pretty good at NHL 11 online. I was, that's what I just said to Will off the side. I'm like, maybe NHL 11. You were really good at NHL 11. Yeah. Show off. I played hey. that a lot, too. Yeah. Actually, I didn't play that a lot. I played 10 a lot. We um, made a fine tandem, Corey, when we played. Oh, yeah. And we could do it under any kind of influence. Yeah. Well. Yep, or- because you score and I'd play a solid D, yep. hang back. And whoever the third person we had on was always Justin, just good enough. <laughs> no, Justin's pretty good. He is good, yeah. They were the Justin was the playmaker. Yeah. yeah. Or the the level headed uh, steady uh, player, steady hand. Yeah. Okay. Wiley one, one that played a little offense and a little defense. Yep. Yeah. Filled in when we needed it. Those okay. were the days at NHL. Mm-hmm. Not the shit we have now. It's not getting that. Hopefully we'll get it back. Well, NHL 13 isn't that far away, really. I'm not buying it. Half a year. Well, I say that now, but fuck. <laughs> I say that about Black Ops 2 Times as well. are going to come and <laughs> might just break down. Especially if that's the only game coming yeah. out in like a couple week well, period. Well, FIFA's right around there, too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Madden comes out right before that, too. Yeah, I might skip Madden. Skip Madden. Okay. Depends if if the Bills don't re-sign Steve Johnson, I might skip football season oh, altogether. Come on now, Amish rifle, you know he's gonna be. Like, Ken, I'll have you know that I read on Twitter tonight that they're not franchising him. Stevie, he's gone. yeah, he's, he's, gone. Gone. he's gone. He's gone. He'll make a fine Cincinnati Bengal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect team. Yeah, you know he's gonna go he's there. He's got to replace Ojo Stinko now that he's gone. Exactly. He'll come to camp like, nah, I'm gonna keep my antics down. Yep. And then you know that first touchdown, he's gonna whip up like some T-shirt. Nice. Oh. He'll have like you know, follow me on Twitter. He's gonna say, "How you like me now, Buffalo?" Yeah. Oh. Some. I'm gonna hang myself that same day. That's yeah. funny. All right, well, yeah, I guess that'll do it for episode 31. 
Ken, thanks for joining us and talking about some UFC. Hey, thank you for having me. No problem. We appreciate it. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to add? All right. Yeah, that'll do it. I feel like I had something I wanted Twitter to add. Twitter and Facebook? Think. Like us on Facebook, definitely. Definitely, because we, we need to get up to 200. in eight days. Ooh. Rate us on iTunes, too. Yeah. yeah. But focus on Facebook for the next nine days. And follow us on Twitter. And yeah. if you listen to us regularly on Facebook, tell a friend to like us. Yeah. It, awesome. If you have a friend that likes video games, just let them know about us. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Or just tell them to like us. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah, they don't have to be involved in any way. <laughs> no. Or even if you have friends on Facebook, just tell them to like yeah. us. Yeah. They don't have to be involved in any way. No. Or friends on Twitter to follow us. They no. don't have to like us either. We're not going to spam their news feed. No. It's all about appearance. We don't really care no. about quality. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> it's not whether you win or you lose. It's how you look doing it. Exactly. True. True. All right. Well, that'll do it for episode 31. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. I'm Con. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't planned. I just pointed at him. Yeah. But thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four. Oh, 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 oh